I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The results are in. A survey of Inc. 5000 companies shows the top barriers to growth. It's taking finance too long to close the books. So slow to launch new products. We need to hire good people and keep them. Too many disconnected systems. I can't see what's happening in my business. Sounds like they've outgrown their business and financial management systems. QuickBooks and spreadsheets worked fine at the start, but now it takes twice the effort to get things done, and you can't get accurate answers. You should know the number one system for growing companies, NetSuite from Oracle. NetSuite is the one system that tracks and manages revenue, cash flow, HR, inventory, projects, even e-commerce for every industry. 
Now you can run your business from a dashboard on your phone. That's why thousands of companies use NetSuite. It's the only system you need to run your business. Go to netsuite.com slash fast to get your free guide called Crushing the Five Barriers to Growth. That's netsuite.com slash fast. Is it a case of snap, crackle, pop? No, it's not a case of snap, crackle, pop, even though... Even though many people hoping that is so for one Tom Brady, welcome in the beginning of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free Great quote. If you are with us long-term, that means there's a couple things. Either you have a really crappy job and you're working all night like us, or you have a sleep condition and, and you can't sleep at night. I, I, don't know the, I don't know the other scenarios. Is that, that pretty much it? I think that's pretty much it. Anyway, uh, later on we'll have Mallard of the Third Degree. Ask Ben your wacky questions, our answers, and fact or fiction, which means the celebrity couple. If you only listen this hour, you don't know what I'm talking about. But to trust me, very powerful celebrity couple. We'll check in later. So the NFL Championship Week festivities getting cranked up, and we had some some drama. We had a layer of drama throughout the day, and it involves the status of Tom Brady. Right? What what the heck is going on with Tom Brady? He did not show up to his media session. He was persona non grata at that. People were trying to figure, oh, my God, what happened? And they thought he just – originally the the belief was he just blew off the media. For for a little while, that was the belief. And uh, and, and some people were freaking out for a while. Uh, And then then the story came out that Tom Brady had been injured. Now, I did wall-to-wall Zabruder film-style coverage on this. I did a a few hours earlier in Boston on the radio, and so – uh, so I, I've, I've covered a lot, but there, there are some new developments, right? There are some new developments, and it doesn't matter what I've done there. It's all about here. Tom Brady hurt his hand during practice. Now, what actually happened and the details on that, that's a, a delicate situation because there's an unnamed Patriot player, at least I have not seen the name yet, that did the thing that you're not supposed to do. There's like a magical bubble around these quarterbacks. There's a magical bubble, and you cannot get near that bubble. You cannot. If you get near the bubble and the bubble pops, you are in trouble. Uh, But some unnamed Patriot player got inside that bubble and made contact with Tom Brady's precious right hand, the TB12 right hand, a hand that has had many an avocado in it, a hand that's had that nice water with the electrolytes in it and all that. Yes, that's that magical hand. And he, so the player ran into Tom Brady, and uh, he got he missed his FaceTime with the media. Now, we are told that the, the X-rays were good. The X-rays were good, meaning no break. No break. So there's, so there's that. And you know, some of the, the various uh, reports out of Boston indicating, out of Foxborough, that the, the Patriots think that this is just a, a minor deal. But keep in mind, there's a lot of diversionary tactics that are used this time of the year. And the uh, one of the conflicting reports says that Tom Brady could miss practice on Thursday. And the game, last I checked, is not until Sunday. So the, the question, I'm going to ask you a, 
A similar question, but not the same question that I've been asking the entire day. Is this something or nothing involving Tom Brady? Because some of the reports were very gloomy, very, very gloomy, that this is going to be a big deal. Uh, And other people are saying, stay calm, stay calm, uh, don't worry, don't worry. Uh, The the, the last tidbit of Brady-related news was the quote from someone with the Patriots who said, of course, not on the record, uh, of Tom Brady's injured hand as they get ready to play Jacksonville, that the, quote, hand should be okay, unquote. Now, keep in mind, as a historian of quotes and coaches' tirades and also someone that has studied the art of weasel words, uh, can you pick out the weasel word in that quote? Can you pick out the weasel word? I'll give you the quote again. Source close to Tom Brady, hand should be okay. Got it? That's right. Should is a weasel word, right? Now it's a it's it's a relative of could, up to, maybe, working on it. Those are all in the weasel family, and so the the source with the Patriots is using weasel terminology. But but despite that. Question again, is this something or nothing? I'm going with nothing. I am going with nothing. Now, uh, a couple of random thoughts here. This has been greatly exaggerated. It is certainly drama building, and might I add, if if done properly here, legend enhancing. Legend enhancing, and I'll tie all these things together. Number one, Tom Brady is going to play in the game on Sunday even if they have to chop his hand off and he has to throw left-handed. It's the TB12 formula, he has to play. He he has sold this guru, this voodoo doctor, Alex Guerrero, as the end-all, be-all so Brady can't get hurt, even though he can't break a bone, none of that stuff. So he's got to play. He's going to play. Now, whether he plays well or not, that's a different conversation. But the the reports of of Brady's demise, some of those early reports were clearly greatly exaggerated. And will he be slicing up the the Jags defense, the Jaguars on on Sunday? Uh, Well, he should. He absolutely should if you look at the recent body of work of that Jacksonville defense, which is also this week in the the lead-up to championship weekend. The Jacksonville defense has been compared to what, the – the Ravens 2000 defense, uh, the Chicago Bears of the mid-'80s, the Monsters of the Midway, any great historical defense, um, they've just gone over them. And I like puffery. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy some good puffery. I actually dabble in puffery. But even for me, that's like it's a little much. It's, uh, it's a little much to to go that that direction. I'm just, just throwing that out there. So I was, I was trying to think, like, well, what's Brady going to do? He's probably sleeping right now. He goes to bed, like, at 8 o'clock. Like he's, uh, he's in the retirement home. Goes to bed at 8 o'clock. Gets up at, like, you know, 5 in the morning or something like that. Gets the full night of sleep so his body can recover. And then he's going to have for breakfast an avocado smoothie is what he's going to Like a nice big avocado smoothie is probably what he's going to have. Now, another layer, part two of this. Uh, this certainly, for, for some people that are desperately trying to sell Jacksonville, Sell Jacksonville, sell, 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 and and convince those that are not expecting this to be a competitive game, selling them on the fact that 
uh, th- you know, th- this is uh, going to be good. It's going to be good. It's drama building, right? This, you know, sky is falling. Sky's well. Tom's hurt, and the Patriots are saying it's not that bad, but it could be. He should be okay, but he might not be. It could affect him slightly, but they believe that he should be good overall. Really? So you're trying to hype up the possibility that Tom Brady is going to fall apart, and that the margins, and there's. It's a fair amount. When you look at the margin for error, it's pretty big for the Patriots in this game. It is. Even if you are buying into the ghost of Tom Coughlin, which is one of the most annoying things out there. Anyway, uh, so this is trying to sell Jacksonville as having more than a puncher's chance. Good luck on that. I'm not not going down that that highway. And the final thing on this is if properly positioned, Couple more reports leak out from sources with the Patriots. You know, Tom Brady having questions about his hand, his reliability, and all that. Uh, if that's the case, then you can have this being a legacy enhancing situation. Right? You, certain athletes over the years, uh, the the Michael Jordan flu game, the Kobe Bryant food poisoning, uh, there's different games that have popped up that people remember for. Uh, reasons other than just the game itself. But if you sell this right and say, oh, man, Tom, we almost had to amputate half his right hand, and he's 40 years old, and he went out and a gunslinger and just chucked the ball all over the place. And, and you know, they, they, it's just, just a modern medical miracle. It's like a, a Disney-esque ending to the AFC championship game. To me, those balls are perfect. Now, what I want to know, what I would like to know is – it's a who done it. Which Patriot def- I'm going to assume it's a defensive player. I think that's a fair assumption. Which Patriot defensive player is wearing the dunce cap that uh, hit Tom Brady's hand? Uh, we'll bring in Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Garcia. Now, I- I'm going to go with uh, – I've got my idea on which Patriot defensive player it was. I'm going to go with James Harrison, Eddie. That's my – that James Harrison was like an out-of-control freight train, uh, and he made contact with Brady. Cause that's, it was all part of the Steelers' master plan. Yes, except James Harrison didn't find out. He, he thought – Oh, and except the Steelers yeah, blew it and didn't, that, uh, yeah, he didn't, didn't realize, make it to the He game. didn't realize the Steelers lost. He was doing this. He was told by Tomlin. Tomlin actually planted a chip – in James Harrison's head and told yeah, him to take out. he's actually a cyborg. Yes, he's a cyborg. Exactly. Yeah. And they said, take out Brady before the championship game of the AFC and the Steelers will win easily. And and damn it, James Harrison did it. And and, and they forgot to program in. Well, don't well, do it if Jacksonville yeah. well, wins. Well, once you program the cyborg, yeah. you can't unprogram him. It's, that's, a, uh, that's a bad spot. It's a flaw, but, you know. It's an unfortunate situation is what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Uh, now, Ben, are yes. you familiar with the happy dance? Yes, of course. I've done the happy dance. I, I know. Yes, I, it's I a do. rhetorical question. I've seen you do yeah. the happy dance. I love the happy dance. Happy, happy, happy. Yeah, I, I did the happy dance today. You know why I did why the happy did you do dance the happy today? Dance? Did you get a raise, Eddie? Oh, I, that would be happy <laughs> dance worthy. Uh, no, Todd Haley. Oh, yeah, he's out gone. as Todd, offensive Todd Haley. coordinator of the Steelers. Yeah. Happy, 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 happy. That's my happy dance. Yeah, all right. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you, can, uh, you can cut yeah. that up, Danny. I give you the permission. Oh, you're. Oh, now see, I don't want. If he if he wants it, I don't want it. 
If Eddie wants it, I don't want it. Okay, that's the rule. If Eddie wants maybe, it, maybe I don't want it, but I just you, you know uh, I'm doing this, the doing the mind trick on you there. You know what this reminds me of? Uh, year, years ago, uh, there was you know, I was doing stuff at the uh, the big 1150, the old sports talker in L.A. locally, and we we recorded the guy that did the Dodger pregame show. This I love him to death, Jeff Witcher. Oh, he was singing, right? Yeah, we, yeah. Jeff I'm, Jeff Witcher was singing down the line when the Dodgers were in spring training in Florida in Vero Beach. And uh, we recorded it, and it was so hokey and silly, and we would play it, and we, it was like the Dodger victory song that we would play. Every time they won, we'd play it, and, and uh, he was so upset by that. He actually – now, I'm not sure – I have no proof it was him, but someone who worked as a surrogate for him broke into the locker, oh, no. took, took the recording out, and replaced it because he had done some like professional recording of him singing. And put that in instead. Like that, he, that's poor. Yeah, and we didn't want to play it anymore because that's professional. Who cares Ooh. about that? We wanted the yeah, exactly. We wanted the ad lib version, and it ruined the whole thing. So, no, oh, that guy sounds like a real, uh, real fun time. Yeah. It's a you know, bucket of strawberries. You know, good time, <laughs> solid. Tom Brady also eats strawberries. You know that Brady likes strawberries. I yeah, I'm not surprised by the news, <laughs> but I can't say that I actually knew that. No. Uh, yeah, you just, well, you should read that uh, TB12 book. No, so I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, some of these, there's a lot of creative writing. Some of these people are trying to sell Blake Bortles. Uh, I saw comparisons to him and Elijah Manning. Uh, I've seen that. I mean, they are they really- They do both play the quarterback position. So Really going yeah. overboard. Although I did have some fun with the audio they, uh, the guys over at Barstool found of Blake Bortles. Did you see this? They It's been going around, making the rounds here. When he was asked, and I think this was a couple of years ago when he was first coming out of college, they asked him if he wasn't playing football what he would do, what his plan was, and Bortles said that he would work construction and smoke cigs. That was his plan. If he couldn't play in the NFL. Hmm. It's a- yeah. What's well, his backup plan? you got to have a backup plan. Right? It's not a very imaginative plan. That's a good job, a construction job. You know, it's tough to keep the you know, gigs going and stuff like that. It's competitive, I guess. And if you work cheaper, you have more opportunity. And depending on where you are, the weather, you can only do it part of the year. But he's from Florida, right? So he's good. You can do well, it. Well, they're always trying to build something, right? What's your backup plan, Eddie, when you lose uh, your radio I, job? I have no backup plan. No backup no, plan? I'm screwed. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've told you, my backup plan, I will work at Costco, I will push shopping carts, and I'll drive Uber. That is what I'm going to do. Uh, if, if Costco will have me, maybe they won't have me. Maybe they won't. Coop, do you have a backup plan when you lose? Well, you've got all that old movie money, so you probably don't need any of this. But uh, if you didn't, <laughs> if you didn't have that, if you needed a job, Coop, where would you go? See, I, my backup plan isn't so much thinking of the the job replacement. Yeah. I would just move to one of those ridiculously cheap cities in the U.S. Since we happen to live oh, in one what, of the most expensive places, that's what my brother did. Yeah, and it'll just yeah. it'll just feel like. A giant relief, right? Does he have a spare room for Coop in Appleton, Wisconsin? He's got multiple rooms in Appleton, Wisconsin. uh, No, see, that's the beauty of it. You can go to that bean snapper's place. (laughs) (laughs) That's your dream. Yeah, I I wouldn't need a spare room because, like, you could rent out an entire house for the cost of just one room out here in Southern California. The the problem is finding someone to, you know, rent it out to. But that's, you know, that's a small problem. That's a small problem. Depends where you go. So you just move somewhere and just live and not work? Is that what you you just hang out? Yeah, I'd, I'd 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 rent out my house here and then I'd I'd go live in ah. like Fort Worth. That's ex- Fort Worth isn't that cheap. I think it is, isn't it? I don't think so. I think that because it's in the Dallas Metroplex, you got to go. You got to go smaller town. Natchez, Louisiana. 
Yeah, there you go. There That's you go. one. Bam, there you go. Uh, what about Baton Rouge, where our old buddy Chris Landry, who used to be known as the Fox football scout, does he still live there? I think he does. Like, Is it that expensive? Is Baton Rouge expensive? I don't know. College town? Should we be planning for our post-radio career? I don't right know. Do you, so, do you know no, something don't, we don't I'm, know? I, don't, I just right. thought it was interesting. Danny G, what would you You go back to being a strip club DJ? Is yeah. that what you would do? Sure. <laughs> Cinnamon on the main stage. Cinnamon. All hey. skate in the regular skating direction. Stage three, we have Tiffany. Tiffany on stage three. <laughs> Two for one, two for one, which actually means we just shorten each song. <laughs> the tricks of the club. Fort Worth is still pretty cheap. Is it? I just found a 4,177 square foot house, four beds, three baths, yeah. 290000 You know, I think I'd go like Kansas City. Kansas City is in the be, got, Well, because you, you've got you've got food names. I got food names. I, I just sit outside the restaurant. I mean, I'll just eat the bed. That's, that's me. I gotta eat. Well, would you just walk in the restaurant? I'll have me again. Well, I should be allowed. I, well, I don't know. I guess I'd be. Well, I would be eating me. That would be rather awkward. Um, anyway, all right. So the Ben Mather show on Fox. If you, no! I know. All right, what the hell happened? All right. If you want to be part of it, give us a call eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. And uh, the wedding bells in the air. But are they in the air everywhere? We'll get to that, and we will do it next. On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire. All things needed to survive these shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. Follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can follow me, Eddie Garcia. I'm at Eddie on Fox. The Canadians get a goal with 1.1 seconds to play to edge the Canadians 2-1. to one. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Oh, wedding bells in the air. We'll get to that. But are they in the air everywhere? Momentary. Hey, do you see the pro football writers have voted for their most valuable player? Did you see that, Eddie? Who I sure didn't. You did not? No. Uh, all right. Exciting news here. It was announced, Eddie. Who do you think's the MVP of the NFL? Tom Brady. That is correct. Uh, he has been uh, voted from that organization. The Pro Football Writers of America have voted Tom Brady the MVP. He's the oldest player to win that award at age 40. Uh, How about the Offensive Player of the Year? It's so dumb to me that there's different MVP and offensive and defensive player. If you're the MVP, it's by the way, the the Offensive Player of the Year is not Tom Brady. But shouldn't shouldn't he be, if he's the MVP, the Offensive Player of the Year? It's so dumb. That makes sense to me. But he's not. Uh, So who do you think the Offensive Player of the Year? Uh, Todd Gurley. Oh, you're two for two, Eddie. Look at you. You're cheating. You're cheating off my paper. Uh, Todd Gurley is correct. And uh, the last one here, the NFL Defensive Player of the Year. Now, this is very difficult. This is very hard uh, because we only know a handful of defensive players. Let's be honest here. There's only a couple of big mouth guys that we are aware of. You want to give it a shot here, Eddie? Go ahead. Hmm. Defensive Defensive Player of the the Year. year. It's very difficult. And you listening, you can play along as well, but we won't hear your answer. So you will not. We will not hear your answer. Uh, is it somebody from the Vikings? I'll oh, see. So you're you're like Lee Klein. That's what Lee would. Is it someone from the west, west of the Mississippi or east of the Mississippi? <laughs> I was no. a little more specific than that. Uh, uh, no, it is not a Viking. Okay, I I don't know who it is. All right. uh, Danny G yeah. wants in on this. Danny G. Calais Campbell. He's going to go with Calais Campbell. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Danny G is the winner. It's yeah. Calais Campbell of Jacksonville. The uh, name the NFL's Defensive Player of the Year by the Pro Football Writers Association. 
Does that make him the greatest free agent pickup in the NFL? Right. Calais Campbell, wasn't he the, the big prize there for Jacksonville? And he's the defensive player of the year. So we have the MVP versus the defensive player of the year. Oh, the intrigue. Oh, the drama. <laughs> uh, let's go to the, the caller of the year. Speaking of royalty, the caller of the year on the Ben Maller Show, New York City. Make way. Make way. Here he is. Real talk. Boom. <laughs> boom. Boom. <laughs> boom. We got business. We got let's talk business. Let's talk ben, shop. Let's talk shop. Ben, but how many times must I display to the people that I am the top caller? How many times do I yeah. have to prove myself to display that I am just not <laughs> the caller of the year? I am the sofa king that keeps it popping yes. hard like Colonel Popcorn on the show. This, how many times do I do this? You're very straightforward, but for some people, this is a complex issue. For some people, ben, they are having a problem with this. We got this punk-ass bitch, Blind Scott, who can't produce after he wins his call. He goes into hibernation for nine months, wants to come back and run his mouth, puts my name in his mouth. Dude is about to be set off. Oh! Is this the Ben Maller Show? Oh, is this the Ben Maller well, Show? Yes, this is the Ben Maller Show. Yes, and absolutely. Am I, am I real talk? You are the legend. You're the man. You're, you're the real deal. You're the real McCoy. So, Yo, let me tell you what's up, Ben. This is what this is what I want to say. What's up? Now I can do it right now. I would love it to be right now. I would kill for it to be right now. But I know how you are, and I know you love your show, and I know you you guys have it pop in your own way. So this is what I'm gonna do. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna do. All right. I'm gonna call you up tomorrow. Okay. At two thirty a.m. Two thirty tomorrow. Two twenty nine. Not two twenty nine. Not two thirty one. Two thirty. Two thirty. Two thirty. And I want to see if Blind Scott got the heart to say. To me, oh, all right, over so, the phone, while he's been popping and sneak dissing uh, on the well, Let me tell you something. What, what I'm sensing here, uh, this mm-hmm. is this is the verbal octagon. This, yes, sir, this, this is it. The verbal octagon is going to be open for business. Mm-hmm. I cannot. We've not had an octagon in months. It's well, been ben, forever. Let, the verbal shrapnel will be flying in the yes, air sir. everywhere. It is well, going to happen. Ben, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to up the ante. I'm going to up the ante our, for you because only. Only like a call of the year can do it. Okay. And this isn't even going to make Eddie Garcia uh, cock his eyebrows in this one. All right. What, are the, out, what, are, what are the stakes? What are the stakes? Ben, ben straight up, we write the books match. He puts his call of the year up. I put my call of the year up. Two men walk in the verbal octagon. One man walks out as a two-time call of the year. The other man walks out as a no-time call of the year. So, what do you think about that, Eddie Garcia? Every, it's everything on the line here. Everything yes, on the line. It's a steel cage death match mm-hmm. of verbal proportions. Mm-hmm. This is going to be good. Uh, this, I'll tell you something else, Ben. Yeah? Yo, Ben, I'll put uh, money on it. He probably won't even show up. I'm giving him 24 hours so you, to get his now, little Instagram buddies, his little <laughs> Facebook buddies, his little phone <laughs> buddies. Just gas them all up and then roll up. But trust me, that's going to be a Jed who fled situation. So the challenge has been thrown down. Mm-hmm. 
Uh-huh. You have put out the stipulations here. You've made the proposal, and yes. now it is up to Blind Scott whether or not he wants to accept this offer, the conditions that you've made on this offer. So, all right. Now, real talk, you you have some history here. I remember the the Jed who fled. He's known. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He was known as something else before that, but because of you and that confrontation, he ran away and he got that new name. So, Let me tell you something, Ben. Yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah. Two thirty a.m. All right. When yeah. Blind Scott doesn't show up and embarrass his ass, it will be established and never <laughs> be questioned again that I, Real Talk, am the caller of the year and I, Real Talk, am the sofa king. And let me tell you something, Ben. Yeah. You can be good. You can be Real Talk good. Or you can be sofa king good. Uh, all and right. that's me uh, 100% yeah. of the day. All right, there that's we the Real Talk uh, on your uh, ass. All right, boom, what? boom. Yeah, all right. <laughs> what the heck was that? <laughs> choke or something at the end there what was that you know we like uh the bed sponsor not sofa sponsors here but uh well no he but was, real talk brought it though no he was doing his that's a old saturday night live parody is what he's doing yeah that's uh he's <laughs> great tribute uh somebody some listener sent me they did a bit on uh was it saturday night live yeah, back in the yeah. day right that's his uh his homage well that'll be quite the pressure cooker can you imagine same verbal octagon blind scott legendary caller leader of the Boston part of the Maller Militia versus Real Talk, the head of the New York contingent, our New York Bureau. Man, those are two big blood rivals. We're going to have to make sure the delay system is good enough here before we do that. We might have to. We might have to check with our engineering department. It's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We will finally, finally pay off the question wedding bells in the air we'll get to that right now though eddie garcia is here with the latest eddie well ben let's start with the nba game of the night where the warriors beat the bulls in chicago 119 to 112 clay thompson 38 points steph curry 30 points why was this the game of the night well it was newsworthy because golden state continues its tear on the road this year 14 straight road wins now for the defending nba champs that's a new franchise record the nba record for consecutive road victories is 16. College basketball, number one Villanova beat Georgetown 88-56. We had seventh-ranked Wichita State losing to SMU 83-78. And number eight, Texas Tech lost to Texas 67-58. That was a part of the night of upsets in college basketball. Other ranked teams to lose on Wednesday, number 16, Arizona State, number 17, Auburn, number 19, Seton Hall, number 21, Tennessee. News from the NFL where the Pittsburgh Steelers are not going to renew the contract of offensive coordinator Todd Haley. They're reportedly going to promote quarterbacks coach Randy Fickner to replace him. And the Jets fired their offensive coordinator, John Morton, after one season. This report is brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience and ben i'm sure you uh, know all about this maybe you're going to talk about this more later in the show but the nba has handed down justice yeah for that locker room incident the other night this is not justice that weasel chris paul and that that jerk uh, james harden didn't get punished Uh you're saying there's star treatment in the nba this is so pathetic for for people people who don't know people don't know bunch of bunch of jerks Trevor Ariza and Gerald Green oh Trevor Ariza yeah, each suspended for two oh, games that's, for, that's for going amazing. into the Clippers yeah. locker room the other night Adam uh, Silver should lose his job as commissioner well, over apparently this. Uh, the the report was from the NBA that uh, even though Chris Paul and James Harden did go into the Clippers locker room apparently they were playing the role of peacemaker yeah horse feathers 
<laughs> Pussy Willows. How about that? Pussy wait, Willows. No, uh, no suspensions or uh, fines for uh, for any anyone involved with the Clippers, including Blake Griffin, who yeah. kind of seemed to be at the center of a lot of things. He and, was uh, in also the Austin, room. Austin Rivers uh, was apparently uh, making a lot of comments as well. But yeah, just the uh, two suspensions for Trevor Reza and Gerald Green, two games each. Well, Austin Rivers is finally starting to earn his money as a pest, as an annoyance. Because uh, as a basketball player, he doesn't earn his money. But getting under the skin of the opponent, which is gamesmanship, Austin Rivers is apparently pretty good at isn't that. It, isn't it also teammates uh, that he does that to as well, or at least former teammates? Well, not anymore. Yeah, you know, They got rid of the dead weight, damaged goods. God. All right, anyway, more on that later. I don't want to spoil my fun. But uh, we, we look to a, a wild story here, a big headline, big headline, uh, Eddie, uh, Danica Patrick and Aaron Rodgers racing towards the altar. About that racing, huh? Yes, they're like hand in hand right now, sprinting down the uh, the road. Well, just weeks after splitting from Ricky Junior, Danica and the Green Bay Packer quarterback Wait, Ricky Junior. That's a that's what that's a new it. one. We're caught on a steamy date at Aaron's favorite local haunt. Relax. And according to this, Eddie, Danica is Aaron's dream girl. I'm sure that's true, yeah. She is totally his type. Uh, He's always had a crush on her. A backseat driver? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, and they went on to say here uh, that uh, they are – they're all they're totally in flash. This is from the National Enquirer, Eddie. Oh, uh, well. Which is the yeah. bastion of truth. And, uh, yeah, so that uh, they're, they're going to get married. According to the National Enquirer, they're on the fast track to marriage. Hmm. How about that? I wonder what Aaron's family thinks about this. Well, he won't talk to his family, so it doesn't matter what they think about this, right? It's irrelevant. Doesn't speak to him. I thought it was Olivia Munn, though, that it was driving a wedge between Aaron and his yeah, family. Yeah, but he kind of liked Now that. she's gone. Aren't he, they? Uh, he liked being uh, estranged from his I family, see. apparently. I and see. He's, uh, he's doing his own thing. Okay. I got to tell you, I don't get the whole Danica Patrick thing. I don't understand. I don't. Yeah. You, you don't find her attractive? No, I mean, she's a nice. I've interviewed her, but I don't. I mean, am I missing something here? I, she's not my type. How about that? Uh, you don't find her attractive, he repeated? No, I don't. Uh, 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 Danny huh. G, do you find uh, Danica Patrick attractive? <sighs> You're right. There's times. <laughs> right, well, right. she's Okay, she's one say, of these girls. You don't girls. want to say it, but you, I, no, no, no. I'll say I'll, you don't. Nobody else wants to say it. I'll say it. doesn't mean she's a bad person. I, you know, I'm not. No. Yeah. It's like this. Remember, there were, there, were certain, I say. Well, yes. there were certain girls in high school where one day they would look hot, and the next yes. day they looked very plain yes. and yeah. awkward. She's one of those girls. Yeah, like you know, one you know, one day or two days a week, uh, good. Yes. Uh, yeah, solid. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Well, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is anything to brag about either. So you know. No, Sam Smith is your <laughs> is more your speed. That's, That's my right. BFF. So uh, me and him. You know what Aaron Rodgers should do if he does get married? His best man should be that scientist that looks just like him. That guy. I mean, that guy from the guy from England. Yeah. yeah. He's a scientist. I think so, because I used to see him on the science shows. They do those clip shows where they'll talk about weird, you know, weird, uh, you know, weird human tricks or whatever, weird science experiments, and they'd go, you know, they'd go through all the different people, and he'd be on the show. So that's how I remember seeing it. Chances that Aaron Rodgers and Danica Patrick get married, I'll go first. I'm going to go 0%. I'm going to go 0%. Anybody disagree with that? Anybody disagree 0%? All right, no disagreements. Uh, well, yeah, no, you didn't no I up. don't. No, I'm, all right, there not, you go. I don't disagree with you. They're not getting married. 
you know, is it Aaron, maybe Aaron Rodgers will never get married. Maybe he'll just uh, you know be a bachelor his whole life. Maybe that'll happen. Could be. All right, so the the Ben Maller Show on Fox. On Fox, we're going to have coming up in a little bit, we have the Who Am I game. We're also going to have the NHL Puckham. That's right. A little hockey chat for you. Let's go to Justin, though, in Cincinnati. We are still waiting blind Scott's rebuttal to real talk, throwing down the gauntlet for a matchup of epic proportions. What's going on, Justin? Look, real talk's a member of doctor. He's so, he's so worried his ass is going to be deported. Blind Scott is going to smash his ass. So you're calling, you're, you're setting the line that Blind Scott is a, what, a seven-point favorite? Is that what you're setting the line at? No, 17 and a half. I've, that's how far I'm going. I gave him a golden ticket. Yeah. Well, there, there is a lot of, of bad blood directed towards real talk, but that comes with the territory when you're a polarizing caller. Yeah, when you call and you don't talk about sports. I have a question, though, for Eddie Garcia. Oh, let me see if he's here. Hold on a second. Uh, Does this see. have to do with Duke? Ed, hold on a sec, Eddie. Uh, Justin, there's a guy named Justin wants to talk yeah. to you. Are you available? I am available. All right, hold on a sec, uh, Justin. Uh, Eddie's. I'm. I'm told uh, that Eddie's uh, available, but for a limited time. He's very busy. No, this doesn't have to do with Duke, Eddie. Even well, you're always tweeting me about you want Duke in the he, updates. He loves Duke. He has a fat head of Coach K above his bed. His avatar on Twitter. Yes, Duke. Yeah, well, how he happy were he you when a... you woke up and you saw that your offensive coordinator got fired? I told you earlier. I did the happy dance. I, I, I was. <laughs> what have you not been listening, you moron? We just—they talked about that earlier. I've been listening, jackass. Okay, I got one more. <laughs> you're the jackass. Why would you repeat something wow. we already covered? You've been on hold the whole time. I got one more question for hanging out. Oh, this is gonna be another bad question. You know, what? for Danny G. No, 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 no. Danny does not. He's not available. He's told me he's, he's busy. That's what he said. Yeah. I've got a question for Danny. He's too, he's not available. Uh, not quickly, we're up against the the clock here. Okay, okay. I got a kind of a girlfriend. I got a kind oh, of a married chick. Tweet I got this. Kind of an Wait a minute. You just another chick. You were just complaining. <laughs> That real talk doesn't talk about sports, and you have a question about getting laid. Who cares if you get laid or not? Save, all right, save this yeah. for next week's no, Tinderoni no tips. Right. Nobody cares. All right, uh, yeah, they, nobody involved wants to hear about your uh, sex life. Okay. All right. Anyway, it's uh, the, the Ben Maller show. Uh, Danny in Nashville, banned from the show, says the heavy favorite is Blind Scott. He says he'll be in his corner, and real talk should be left in 2017. Uh, Robbie the Mariner fan says, is this jealousy? Why do all the P1s hate real talk? I, I don't know. I don't get it. I, I, I don't understand. It's it's P1 on P1 crime. You guys have to calm down. Man, it's just a, a, a tidal wave of of hate directed towards uh, real talk. Man, All right, here's the who am I game. I am the greatest journeyman quarterback of them all. I have received checks from 11 different franchises during my NFL career. Again, I'm the greatest journeyman quarterback of them all. I have received checks from 11 different franchises during my NFL career. Who am I? The answer, next. You have to multitask to navigate through life, so make sure to like the Ben Maller Show in the cyber world. Join our Facebook radio family. It's the Maller Militia's springboard on the social network. Go to facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. You could submit jokes, questions for Ask Ben, and more. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller.
All right, the Who Am I game. Here we go. I am the greatest journeyman quarterback of them all, having received checks from 11 franchises during my NFL career. That is the question. What's the answer? Uh, let's see here. Some of the answers. The Junkyard Dog coming in from Rob. Devon is going with Ryan Fitzpatrick, the Amish rifle, as his answer. Let's see. Who else do we have? Betty White from AJ. Uh, AJ is going with Betty White. Uh, Lavelle, who's got like another month before he's a prisoner of the Minnesota Twins schedule, is going with Matt Schaub. Uh, who else do we have here? Let's see. That's from Ozzy Osbourne, guest by Dave. Rod, the ambassador to Bakersfield, is going with Vinny Testaverde. Tim Conway Jr., guest by our old friend, the Smoke Runner, who's back. Listen, we got to go see a movie with the Smoke Runner. Let's do that this year. Let's make that happen. Uh, Tommy Kramer, guest by. Uh, Minnie Finn and Jonathan in Philadelphia got it right. Clearly cheating. Bad job. Bad job by you. All right. Do you have an answer, uh, Eddie Garcia? Do you have uh, let's go with Josh McCown. The great Josh McCown. Is that uh, correct? No. That's not the correct answer. This player played for 11 teams, 11 franchises during his NFL career. J.T. O'Sullivan, the greatest journeyman quarterback of them all. Now, using Maller math, that is 34.3% of the NFL. This guy played, he wore the uniform. He didn't play for all these teams, but he wasn't practicing with them. He played for the Saints, Packers, Bears, Vikings, Patriots, Panthers, uh, the Lions, the 49ers, the Bengals, the Chargers, the Raiders. And he, he played for all those teams. also played in the Canadian Football League, played in Europe. And in his NFL career, he attempted... Uh, or, or completed, rather, uh, just a handful of passes. He he had nine touchdown passes, 13 interceptions in his NFL career for 11 different teams. He's got the record. I was actually going to use that yesterday, and I said, well, that'll make a perfect Who Am I game. So why don't I just save that for tomorrow? That'll be a wonderful Who Am I game, and so there you go. And I, I actually brought that – that was brought to my attention because there's a player in the Canadian Football League that has now done the entire circuit. He just signed, I believe, with Edmonton. The guy has now played for every Canadian Football League team, all nine of them, which is going to be impossible for someone to play for all 32 NFL teams. But in baseball, it seems like it's not that impossible because baseball players, they just move all over the place. All right, Philexis, America's favorite dra hey. drag queen caller in, well, plausibly in Rochester, New York, in suburban Rochester. Hello, Philexis. Hello there, um, Ben. Yes, um, yes, yes. <laughs> Good I'm mix. still in Medina, New York. Beautiful, in the, yes. The beautiful rehab that's, nursing home. That's Medina, just in case people didn't Medina. hear you. Medina, yes, yes exactly. Home of the Mustangs. That's the Medina Mustangs, my favorite team. Yeah, mine too. No, I like Albion Purple Eagles. No, I thought you liked Kentucky. You were going to move to Lexington, oh, Kentucky. Oh, I love Kentucky too. You like they're the, do, they're yeah. doing great in basketball. You like the bluegrass. What a surprise. Yeah. I like smoking it too. How's the football going? Yeah, is that? The, oh, yeah, oh I'm picking. Um, oh, you're are, are you making your picks? Yeah. yeah oh, wait, this is the drag queen NFL picks against the spread. Nobody else has a drag queen picking NFL games. We do on the Ben Maller show. All right, real quick, Alexis, who you got? I got the Jaguars and I got the Vikings to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, you're half oh, right. Uh, you screwed up on the first pick. The second pick you got right. You're one fifty percent, Alexis. 
Hey, uh, my heart goes out to Jeannie. I loved her a lot, and we're, she's going to be missed. She will be missed. And you two got it. You you two had your rivalry going for a while too. Oh, we had a riot on the show. <laughs> you guys were. I, I had you. I had Jeannie going out. Oh, man, it was nuts back in those days. All right, Alexis. Hey, ho- it was my lesbian friend. What do you want? I understand. All right, hold on if you want. If not, hang up. It's. Uh, we'll go back to you if you want. Hold on. But we got to get to the NHL Puckham. Let's find out who won yesterday, who the smartest man in the room is, who the best-looking person is. We're out of time now. Kubaloop, get right up on that microphone. Good posture and loud and proud. I would like you to announce who has the first selection. Go ahead. Uh, You have the first pick, Ben. Thank you, Eddie, for clapping. I was not clapping. I will go with Sidney Crosby. Sidney Crosby. Eddie. terrible pick. It's a wonderful pick. Nikita Kucherov. Now, that's a bad pick. He's been cold in January. He's the MVP of the league right now. It's cold right now. Danny. Phil Kessel. Hurry up. All right, Coop. Hurry up. Hurry up. Go with John Tavares. Hurry up. Oh, and uh, we're out of time. This is a disaster. I'm blaming you for this. Me? (laughs) There are two seasons going on in the NFL. There's the postseason, which is... Working up to the crescendo of the Super Bowl. And then there's the offseason, which hasn't really gotten started yet, but players bitching and whining and complaining about contracts. I It never gets old. It never gets old. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Mather Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Now, I have been a fan of different teams. As a gambler, man, have I liked some teams. Uh, And I've been very excited, very emotional, uh, overcome with excitement when uh, something really cool happens that I didn't think was going to happen. You don't get too excited when stuff happens you expect to happen. It's the stuff that you don't expect to happen that you really get excited about. But never before uh, have I injured myself, at least I can't recall injuring myself because of a celebratory moment where a, a team did something in a positive way. Now, I've been upset in a negative way, and I've, you know, thrown stuff or punched a wall. I've done that kind of stuff. But to, in a celebratory moment, to injure yourself, uh, that has not happened. But it did happen to a Viking fan. Did you see this story here? Uh, this is uh, just absolutely marvelous. Uh, a, uh, the, the Vikings, the greatest win of all time. Minneapolis miracle, right? Making up for that Blair Walsh embarrassment. Riding high, walk-off win, right? Cele- celebration, the whole thing, and everyone's jumping up and down. And all, oh, man, is it wonderful. Well, not everyone, not everyone had a good time because uh, there's a story, and I saw it. Several of you, our guys in Minnesota sent the story. A Viking fan in these celebratory moments after the, the game on Sunday was so into it, right, so into it, that uh, he he ended up popping his Achilles. He tore his Achilles tendon celebrating the Minnesota Vikings win. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, like, seriously. Like, I, what? Uh, now, maybe it was about to go anyway, and he, it, I guess it's a better story. It's a better story. The guy may need surgery, and uh, he, he was actually asked 
if it was worth it to rupture his Achilles tendon. And he said, yes, I would do it again. I would do it again, uh, he said. Now, I've not had that injury. Has any? Have you had an Achilles? I've not had an Achilles. I, I've been told that it's one of the most painful things you can have, that it is just horrible. Uh, your leg is mush. You can't walk. It's just just absolutely horrific, uh, just the, the worst of the worst. Uh, and this, this guy is so into the Vikings. He's all about the Vikings, boss, that he's, yeah, I would do it again. Absolutely. Uh, And I was reading a little bit about the guy, and it it turns out that his father is apparently a well-known local surgeon. So he's got it in. He's got it. Now, now if your father's the surgeon, do you still have to pay full price? How does that work? I don't have any surgeons that are close to me in my family. I don't don't know the, the rules of engagement on that. But while while the Vikings were having their Minneapolis miracle, uh, one random guy in uh, in Ham Lake, uh, he was watching the final seconds of his wife. The guy's got eight kids. This guy has eight. He's moving near no condom Carl territory. Damn! And he tells the this this the story here that his kids said they everyone started screaming and jumping, and. And while everyone, just imagine the scene. They're sitting around watching the Viking game on Fox. Uh, you got the father, you got the wife, you got eight kids. They start screaming and yelling. And according to the tw- one of the kids, the 12-year-old, dad's just like, oh, something happened to my foot. <laughs> Don't! Claimed it felt like a bowling ball landed on the back of his left leg. <laughs> and uh, sure enough. He had torn his Achilles, and uh, there you go. The, the price of of fandom. You think one of his kids, he's got eight kids. Like, you think there's a chance one of his eight kids was responsible for that? I mean, let's do some math on it. Possible, like, step on the back of the foot. And, I mean, it could have happened. All right, so the Ben Maller show on Fox. Now, meanwhile, uh, Jarvis Landry. Now, I mentioned there's two seasons, right? You got the, the, the playoffs with the Vikings and the Eagles this weekend, and the Patriots and Jacksonville and all that. But then you got the offseason. And one of the storylines, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, is that there's a very good chance Jarvis Landry is going to leave the Dolphins. Now, he led the NFL in receptions, right? Led the NFL in receptions, and there's a. A stalemate going on. Now it's very early. The offseason really hasn't gotten going. And Jarvis Landry is he's bitching. He's complaining. His agent's really unhappy. Uh the the Dolphin receiver. And if you're looking for big name players, I, I get this all the time from people say, Well, my team blows. Give me some big name players that are going to change teams. At the top of the list, you know, you put Kirk Cousins there because that's that's a no-brainer. You put Alex Smith. But if you're looking for a pass catcher that's going to change teams, Jarvis Landry would have to be pretty high up. He's only 25 years old, but he has apparently worn out his welcome in Miami despite a career year. We mentioned he also had the most catches all time without going over 1,000 yards, and he didn't even get 10 touchdowns despite having 112 receptions. But there's a kerfluffle in in the uh, Miami Dolphins front office, and essentially they don't want to pay the market rate. For Jarvis Landry. Now, is that a fair position for the Dolphins? I think it is absolutely a fair position 
It is absolutely a fair position. Now, Landry claims he's not going to take a hometown, hometown discount, and I agree with him on that. I don't think you should take a hometown discount. So I'm fine with the Dolphins doing what they're doing, and I'm okay with what is going on with Jarvis Landry. He wants to get paid. He doesn't care. That's in the Dolphins suck. He can go play in another town in the boondocks of the NFL where it won't be 80 degrees in December. Uh, but he can move on, and he'll be fine, and he doesn't have to worry about the Dolphins. He can go lose football games somewhere else. And according to the story out of Miami, the Dolphins all all year were trying to trade Jarvis Landry before the they want to get rid of this guy. So this is not coming out of left field. It's not coming out of left field. This is a divorce situation. Now the question becomes, uh, you know, how much value does Jarvis Landry have? Probably not as much as you would think leading the NFL in receptions. You can get a decent draft pick, but I would trade for Landry. He's a hothead. He's a knucklehead. But a lot of the top receivers are like that. A lot. I mean, it's hard to find the elite, the very elite NFL receiver who is not a little bit of a douche. I mean, it kind of goes with the territory. But you're okay with it. If you're like Antonio Brown and you're you're lighting the world on fire, you're like, ah, it's not bad. I'm okay with that. And you're winning. Well, up until you play Jacksonville, you're winning. So, but uh, I, every time I bring up the, I would not take a hometown discount. Look at me when I'm in contract negotiations here at Fox Sports Radio. I put this com- I I put them over the table. All right, I spank them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's no back and forth. I put my offer out there, and I say, not a penny less. And they say, yes, Ben, here's a little extra. Here's a little extra. I've been here for almost 20 years at Fox Sports Radio, and I have never, never taken a dime less. Not a single dime. Does not happen. And neither should Jarvis Landry, and neither should you. Neither should you. You are worth what you can get. Your value is what you can get on the market. Who would be interested? I, I We talked about the Patriots being interested in Jarvis Landry, uh, and that got downplayed a little bit because, you know, the Patriots were still playing games, and they still are playing games. But you, you think not everyone will go down open diva highway, uh, but if you're, you're looking for who needs help at the receiver, there's a lot of teams that are, looking ahead to the, the offseason, the free agent season, and the draft, and they're like, well, we're not very good in this particular area. We could really use uh, at least one big guy. All right, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie Garcia. So right over there. You ever injure yourself either celebrating or being angry at, at a sporting event? If this Viking fan... Uh, several, uh, the reason I brought this up this hour is because a lot of our guys in Minnesota are like, did you see this? One of our guys, he popped his Achilles. I'm like, okay, I saw it. So now stop sending it to me. I'm good. Okay? I don't know what else I can say about it. Did I cover it? I think I covered it. It's a good story, but, you know. Yeah. yeah. I, I've never injured myself. My only famous slash infamous uh, story about getting angry when a team lost was when the Pirates Lost to the uh, to the Braves, one out away from the World Series. The Sid Bream, oh, the dump truck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I broke a glass top coffee table by punching. You did? Yes. 
Oh, that's good. I had- uh, was, Did it shatter fully into little pieces? No, unfortunately oh, not. Just one big chunk came out. We, could you we lie? A, Next time we tell the story, can you lie no, and say- there that, were, we, I had a phone no. on a cord. You know the- Well, I won't describe the phone, well, but back- I, This is before my, cell phone. before yeah. my time, yeah. Eddie. I don't the, know the, phone, the phone was on top of the table, Yeah. and I punched the phone, and- it's that, a rational and decision. And it broke yeah. the, uh, the coffee table. Yeah. yeah. And when you cooled down, now how old were you when you? I was, was in I was like, in college. Oh, you were in college. Yeah. All right. At what point? Old did, enough to know better, I guess. At what point did you say, "Well, that was probably not a good idea"? When I had to buy a new yeah. glass piece for the coffee table. Oh, so you just replaced the glass? Yeah. That was your. How do you do that? Where do you go? You if you need to replace? Well, the glass? It, here, here's the thing: the coffee table belonged to my roommate, who was Ooh. sitting uh, next to me at the time, who looked at who looked at me like. Uh, WTF? Yeah. And uh, I just, I said something like, I'll, th- I'll replace it as I walked out the door to take a walk around the block to kind of cool off. Yeah. I, so I, he, I, he, he arranged for the replacement. I just paid for it. Yeah. I, I would point out, Eddie, and, and maybe this says a lot about who I am and how I'm wired. Most of my emotion has been in a negative way. I don't get, I don't get too excited when teams do one, and my teams win all the time. So I, I'm, <laughs> I'm spoiled. They do? I have, yeah, six-game winning streak for the Clippers. They're on fire right now. Talk of the end. Yeah. Chuck the Condor is smiling, eating that pie. big six-game winning streak. Yeah, he's eating Condor pie is what he's doing right now. But, Very uh, exciting. They're, uh, LA's they're a buzz. There's a lot of prestige. Uh, there is a lot, yeah. of, uh, a lot of status that comes with that six-game winning streak. And, uh, and I won't shove it in your face. I'm not going to do that. Not you, oh, Eddie, thank but God. these guys yeah. over here that are fans of the second the second division team uh, in L.A. But no, I, when I really react, it's usually because something something doesn't go well. I don't get too, you know, again, I don't get too worked up when good stuff happens. Well, I did see you in one of those rare moments then when we were working a Super Bowl together and Peyton Manning threw that pick six to, was it Tracy Porter? Of the uh, Saints? Terry Porter. Terry Porter. Yeah, that was great. That was one and, of the And you yeah. got up and did a dance. You did the happy yeah. dance. Well, I'm from, I even took a picture of it. I'm from, I'm a Cajun. I'm from the Bayou, and uh, absolutely. You know, and when you're, when you're from the state of Louisiana, Eddie, you've got to support the hometown team, the Yanks. I saw a lot of losses I when, I, when I was a kid I, and Jim Moore I, was coaching I think the it team. Was, yeah, I think it was more about and Peyton Bobby, Manning Bobby throwing Hebert. an interception to seal a, uh, playoffs. seal a loss that you were excited about. <laughs> Well, it just cemented the obvious of how overrated Peyton Manning is. It did. It clearly, uh, clearly cemented that. All right, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We'll take some phone calls. Anybody else get injured? Uh, so, Danny, any injuries you would like to share? Anything uh, happened to you, Danny? I... No? No. Uh, the only thing that comes to mind is when the tuck rule happened, I, yeah. I was jumping up and down on my bed furiously. I, I don't know why. On your bed? On my bed. <laughs> I, I thought for some reason that would. How old were you? He was seventy. Uh, Twenty nine. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I was I was in my very early twenties, but jumping up and down yeah. in his bed. Yeah, he had, um, a, he, had a, he had a hissy fit. <laughs> I did. He had, he had a I did because I remember I was I was watching it on my bedroom television, and I you know you go through all the emotions. I went from celebrating when Tom Brady and the Patriots had their heads down and they were walking off to the sideline, and then the review happened and all that, and I remember. Angrily jumping up and down on my bed, shouting and screaming at <laughs> like the a, TV. Yeah, he's like a petulant child. He's like, "Oh, how dare you! You know you ruined my yeah, life." Yeah. <laughs> but no, I've never broken anything yeah. from sports. Uh, was it? I bet Coop had a nervous breakdown when Tim Thomas hit a shot to eliminate the Lakers 
for the Phoenix Suns in a random playoff series. He probably had a nervous Tim breakdown. Thomas. Yeah, I was at oh that game. God. I was at. I was standing right by the um, across from the Laker bench, right behind Tim Thomas. He hit a game winning shot at Staples Center, and the whole place just. That was when they they blew the three to one lead, right? I believe that is correct. Yeah. Yes, I believe that is correct. By that point, I was already completely dejected on the on the series. <laughs> I knew I knew it was coming. You'd given up. All right, yeah. All right, it's uh, the Ben Maller Show on Fox, and we will take some calls here. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. A flawed list. A flawed list. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. Research has shown that you get even more out of the Ben Maller Show when you follow along on Twitter. It's the playground for our P1s. You can message the voices in the night by following and tweeting at Big Ben. He is at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our executive producer. He is the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop de Loop, Justin Cooper, and he's at UH Bronco Fan. But I, I, I want to mount it. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios... It's Ben Maller. Devon uh, Rice, he, he, we were talking about meltdowns when you're a fan and things that you throw and toss and break, and he asked if controllers count, and I'm going to go oh, yes. Yeah, yeah that, that's, Playing the video games back in the day, yeah. yeah those those things got chucked. Well, often. yeah, I did that. Like, when I was playing video games, I would have, you know, I might have had a few breakdowns. I might have had a few breakdowns back in the day playing video games. It could have happened, but and and the, the, like as far as like the TV remote control, if you're talking about that, see the problem with the TV remote control is when you get the universal remote, it never works as good as the other one. Like and and you can get I don't care if you get the most expensive universal remote, I it, they they never work as well as the original, and it bothers me. It bothers me because I've gone I've I've broken a few remotes now and again and you you know you get a replacement and you're like okay it's going to work fine cuz it looks and it doesn't it it sucks anyway uh all right we will get to a, a flawed list Ivanson in Orlando uh, writes in he's at the Quickie Mart in Orlando and he says the one man who made Ben ba- Ben Maller dance Tracy Porter dance Ben dance Tracy Porter right yeah yeah you said Terry Did Porter. I, oh, I'm thinking of the basketball player. That's what I was thinking. The old Portland Trailblazer back in the day. And, I, I and remember NBA him coach, yeah. yeah. Oh, he there coached in the NBA? Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, Terry Porter coached in the NBA for a while. I think he coached a couple different teams. All right, let's go to Redbeard, who's in Tennessee on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Redbeard. Benjamin. Redbeard. Benjamin, what's going on, buddy? How you guys doing? You sound different, Redbeard. What's going on with you? <laughs> I'm still, I am still Senor Baba. Hey, I have a question. I have a question, but see, oh, it's not well, you've come you, to the, you've come to the right place because uh, man, do I have answers. Man, do I have answers. Just for you, man. Yeah. Look, this is a team effort. Okay, you got Coop, Coop, my buddy. I love him. You got, you got, uh, you got Eddie. You got Danny. Look, there's. Look, I need I need an array. I need a fountain of of of, uh, of help here. Okay. Yeah. Yes, you all right, are all my right, life. Well, oh. All right, all right. Spin it out already. Get to Spin the point. Out. What? I am. I'm moving out of Nashville. Oh okay? my God! Redbeard's yes. leaving Nashville. I'm leaving. All right. Hopefully for good. But how do you guys feel about changing allegiances? Okay. How, how do you? I mean, 
Am I a coward? No, I- no, no, no. You're, you're, you are allowed. You are not. Uh, you're not branded uh, with this. Now, I believe if the team stops trying to win, you should stop supporting the team. Like okay, I wasn't born. I wasn't born in Georgia. Let's let's get that out there. Oh wait, are you yes, leaving? Wait, hold on, wait, wait, hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. But I was raised. Are you leaving all of the Georgia teams behind? Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Yes. Oh, the Braves, whoa. The, Hawks, the, the, the Bulldogs, the Falcons. Okay. Yes. All right. Listen to me. Let me tell you about life as a Clipper fan. Okay. You're okay. the you're the underdog. You're in L. A. Uh, there's celebrities. Uh, it's the hip thing to do. You've got the logo Jerry West as your executive. You've got the greatest mascot in the world, Chuck the Condor. You got the hammer dunks by Blake Griffin. May I I'm suggest? May I suggest being a Clipper fan? Can I tell you where I'm moving? Can I tell you where I'm moving? Uh, to? Hold, on, wait, wait, hold on, sir. Let's try to guess where where you're moving. Let's, wait. Well, let me tell you what I do for a living. First of all. Uh, you uh, well, go go ahead. Fine, whatever. What okay. do you do for a living? What, what do you do? I'm a truck driver. You're a truck driver. All right, so you're a truck driver. Uh, and but you're based in Nashville right now. But you're going to relocate. All right, and I'm assuming you're not going to Atlanta because I'm that... not going east, buddy. I'm going oh, west. Oh, all right, hold on. All right, I got this. Vegas. No. Damn. Red beard. I am a bearded. I am a Viking bearded. Uh, he's Where am bearded. I going? Where am I going? You're going to Colorado. Oh, you're close. You're close. All right, Eddie, you want to take a guess? I've already guessed I went with Vegas. That's where I would move, or that or Kansas well, City. You, yeah. have a, you have a listener who, uh, you have a listener, yeah. a long time. Hey, where are time. the white women at? Montana? Yes. Oh, you're moving yes. to Montana. Eddie got the win. Montana. You'll double the population. Congratulations. Well, so, yeah. right, so who do I root for? Who do I root for, Ben? Uh, that's, that's a good question. Who would you root yeah, for I if mean, you live in Montana? Hell? Who do I root for, Ben? What do I do? I don't know. Deer or something like that? I don't yeah. know. Wild you know, animals? I don't know. It's the, hey, uh, I wanted Eddie. I wanted I, no, Eddie. No, you know, actually, I know the answer. I guess in Montana, because that's, you know, that's big sky country up there, you'd have to go with the Denver teams, because that's like Eddie, the closest. Eddie. Where you at? When, well, oh, now you want to know what Eddie thinks? What about I me? Know, look, I want to tell Eddie when, uh, when, the, when the Braves, when Sid Bream, Came around for the Sid Bream slide. You know what I was doing, Eddie? You were probably uh, going nuts. I was Well, I was in fifth grade, and I was jumping up and down. It was crazy. And my stepsister grabbed my wheeler. All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you. I, I did right. not. I did not see that. Uh, that's uh, a plot twist, Eddie, yeah, is what that, that is. That, that's unexpected. Did not know that was going yeah. to happen. All right. Thank you, Redbeard. Well, on that note. Uh, up against the hard one here. Well, he was. All right. Or she, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Anyway, who knows? Don't know the situation. Jerk yourself awake. Uh, possibly so, yes. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I got to get to this. All right. We're, we're going to have Mallard of the third degree. We're going to do all that. But a flawed list. I got to get to this because it's annoying me. And it bothers me greatly. And when these things bother me, I must complain. This is my therapy here. The microphones of Fox Sports Radio on the Ben Maller Show. So we'll do all that. Right now, though, Eddie Garcia is here, and he will give you the latest. Eddie? Well, we'll start with uh, a look at some basketball. We'll start with the night in the NBA, and the highlight of the night of the NBA was the Warriors winning their 14th straight road game, beating the Bulls in Chicago 119-112. to The NBA record for consecutive road wins is 16 in a row, so they're two away. They have set a new franchise record for road victories in a row. 
Klay Thompson, 38 points. Steph Curry, 30 points in that latest win for the NBA's top team in the defending champs. College basketball, number one Villanova had no trouble beating Georgetown, 88-56, but several other ranked teams did lose, including number seven, Wichita State, which lost at home to SMU, 83-78, and number eight, Texas Tech, which lost to Texas, 68-58. Or excuse me, 67 to 58. Other ranked teams to lose included number 16, Arizona State, 17th ranked Auburn, number 19, Seton Hall, and number 21, Tennessee. This report is brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Ben, one note from college football. Now there was some talk that Alabama might bring in former old Miss head coach Hugh Freeze to be their new offensive coordinator uh, with their old offensive coordinator going to the Buffalo Bills. But apparently now they're just going to promote their wide receivers coach, Mike Loxley, to be their next offensive coordinator. Well, that sucks. I saw the Boring. name The name I saw that I, that caught my attention was Ben McAdoo, that, that his name had been tossed out. I thought that would have been great because that, that would continue the theory that Nick Saban's running a coaching rehab. At, at Alabama, like he brought Sarkeesian. Well, I think the Hugh Freeze would really. Uh, well, that would be a good one. one. Yeah. yeah, that would be a good one. That would be uh, that'd be pretty solid on the on the list. But Ben McAdoo is like another guy. He's like fallen coach and all that. Go to Alabama for a couple of years. You become a head coach at a second division type school. Uh, it could certainly work out for you. We're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more on your car insurance. Just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. So I have been sent, I, I get an email from someone promoting the, have you seen this, Eddie, the NFL Films 50th Anniversary Miked Up Contest? Uh, I don't know if you've seen no, this. No, I have not seen that. I, I was unaware of it until uh, a couple days ago. And I, I'm a big fan of NFL films. I'm an old, you know, I'm a young guy, Eddie, but you know, if, I, if I was an old guy, I might have fallen in love with the NFL from NFL films. Uh, I'm with you, brother. When I was playing football and our coaches would put these videos on, these hype videos, and it was just... They could make any team look yeah. good. It was just marvelous, the storytelling that they had in the early days of NFL films. So I bring this up because it's the 50th anniversary of putting microphones on players and coaches by the people over at NFL Films, and they had a contest. It's still going on. It's the final round now to decide which NFL star is the best mic'd up. Right, so this is just to get people excited about the you know NFL product and all that. So now it's the final round, Eddie. Now I I watched a lot of NFL films. I feel like I'm the perfect guy for this to decide who's the top mic'd up person. And neither one of my people are in the final round. Hmm. Well, immediate ones that come to mind for me, I think Lawrence Taylor was a pretty good one. Yeah. Uh, Brett Favre was pretty good. He was funny. He was all right. Yeah, Brett Favre. Uh, Uh, John Randall was crazy with all the sounds he was good. Who's on on your list? Well, I'm going to get to that in a moment. The the final two, Eddie. The final. Should I give mine first and then give the final two? I'll give mine first. The the ones I would have put on there, the the soundbite that I think has legs that I know has, not think, I know has legs, that I still bring up from time to time, and a lot of people use this quote, was from former Falcons coach Jerry Glanville, who said... Oh, yeah, NFL. Yeah, NFL stands for not for long if you make horse beep, beep, calls like that. Hilarious, right? It's one of the great... That Solid. Al- that alone should... He wasn't, even, he wasn't even eligible for the opening round, Eddie. That is blasphemy. In round one, Jerry Glanville did not make the cut. That's a crime. 
is what it is. It's a crime. All right. Uh, then the other one I had, and I, I vaguely remember some of these uh, these sound bites from back in the day, because he also had some of the greatest zingers. I know he's, this is old school, but this is supposed to be the entire 50 years. And I'm going to go back to a former Tampa Bay Buccaneers coach. Oh, the great John McKay. Yeah. John McKay, who among his other lines said, we can't win at home, we can't win on the road, what we need is a neutral site. That was what he said. And then the, the one that's the, the greatest ever said, what, what do you think? A reporter asked, what do you think of your team's uh, execution coach? And he said, I'm in favor of it. How does John McKay, I know he's been dead for a while, I get it, but how is he not on the list? And they put some old school guys on this list, Eddie. They put, uh, they put Hank Stram, which I always quote, matriculate the ball down the field. I put that on there. That's a uh, Hank Stram quote. And Mike Ditka was on this list, a couple of the old school guys. But it's mostly, mostly players from the last handful of years. Uh, and the, the, the final two, Eddie, the final two. Yes. Uh, Brett Favre made the cut. He's there. And Peyton Manning. Brett Favre versus Peyton Manning. This is just a popularity contest is what it is. This is not an authentic list. I could have come up with a Well, I don't list. remember any notable Peyton Manning mic'd up quotes. I do remember Brett Favre. I remember one time he said to the, ref, to the referees, uh, take two weeks off and then quit. I was always well, – I, I enjoyed it, that well, one. Well, Peyton Manning, he had – and it was just NFL films or it was just on a Pro Bowl broadcast. Remember uh, Idiot Kicker? Oh, yeah. Was that that wasn't mic'd up. That, was that wasn't like, mic'd yeah. up. That was just a regular thing, yeah. Well, the Omaha stuff. Omaha, Omaha. No. Big deal. I agree. Peyton does not. Again, overrated Peyton Manning. He does not belong on this list. I think he cheated to get on the list, uh, and I think it's wrong. I think it's absolutely wrong. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ron Achu is in Spokane, and he is on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Ron. Oh, Hello, Ben. Yeah, How are you tonight? I'm sneezing up a storm. I got a little comment on the Minnesota fan who tore his Achilles celebrating. All right. And that is, uh, that dude has nothing on the fans from the city of brotherly love. Dude gets drunk, breaks into the football game, gets drunker, gets kicked out of the football game, starts pounding a police horse in the face, gets thrown in jail for taunting a police horse and aggravating assault. What's wrong with that? That's standard behavior for Eagle fans. What are you talking about? That's a when you're when, that's a rite of passage when you become a fan of the Eagles. You it gotta, is. You got to punch an animal. It is. And here's what the Philadelphia fan says. One of them says, "You know, there are sixty-five thousand people there, and sixty-four thousand nine hundred and ninety-nine didn't punch a horse." <laughs> that's yeah. a comment from one of their fans. Really? But yeah. I like that. You're. You I like that. Ron Chu is quoting a, a random Eagle fan. I like that. That's good. Yep, a I chew. got that off the internet. That's a, a chew. A chew. Yeah. I'm trying anyway, to I'm trying to dress up the call. Yeah. A chew. Yeah. Right, they're we... willing to throw 5,000 snowballs at Santos Claus. Oh, stop with this. The Santa Claus Bloody thing was Ryan. a million years ago. You, there's, the, Eagle, the Philadelphia fan has done enough nasty stuff in the last 30 years. Since then, we can focus on that. All right, Ron Achu, work on your phone calls. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. Let's do it. Here we go. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. All right, let's do it. Here we go. It's Maller to the third degree, and we bring in the Coop de Loop, the master of ceremonies. Coop de Loop. Now, Ben, we've been talking a lot about the struggles of the Cavs recently, but fans may think better times are ahead since the team has a lot of movable assets leading up to the trade deadline. 
now, and uh, that's including the Nets' first rounder next year. However, reports are that the Cavs are hesitant to move that pick just in case LeBron decides to leave again. Yeah, Ben, do you think that's the right move for them? I'm going to go no on this one, actually. I'm going to go no. And the reason why, I mean, there's a couple of things here. A, the Cavaliers, this is their last rodeo. They have to go big on this. They're in the NBA's high-rent district right now, and they're going to be not only an NBA team, the Cavaliers are going to be repulsive as soon as LeBron James walks out of town. We've already seen this this play out before when LeBron left to Miami and he's not getting any younger. He's past his prime now. He's 33 years old. And you have to squeeze all the toothpaste out of the tube. So, And I still believe LeBron will ultimately stay in Cleveland. But it's not a guarantee. It's just like a 75-25 thing. LeBron will stay in Cleveland. Uh, and, and this is it. As long as LeBron's there, you go for it. And B, the NBA lottery, which has been proven out just about every single year for the last 25 years, is a crapshoot. Right, based on uh, you know some of the the players the Cavaliers themselves have drafted that are either not as good as advertised or complete and total disasters in the NBA. It's a catastrophe of basketball. I would not consider the Brooklyn pick the holy grail, the get out of the NBA bottom feeding department. I wouldn't do it. Right, and you you got to wait. It's a lottery ticket. You got to wait to see if the numbers line up. The Cavaliers, once LeBron is gone, are going to be mocked, teased, and humiliated. You could squeeze out another NBA championship if you make the right trade. Go for it. Go for it. All right, next. Now, from what we are hearing, Drew Brees isn't planning on hanging them up anytime soon. And it may be only another season or two before he eclipses Peyton Manning as the all time leader in passing yards and touchdowns. Ben, if he accomplishes this feat, yeah. where does he fall among the all time greats? Well, I'm a big Drew Brees supporter. Now, I don't. I'm neutral, of course, as you know here, and I don't go over the top with anyone uh, that I support. But if you just, and I don't judge all time. I'm going to go all time because I didn't watch Otto Graham. Neither did you. You didn't watch Johnny Unitas. Uh, my first memories of Fran Tarkington were hosting. That's incredible. So I don't. I didn't watch him play quarterback for the Vikings. Uh, I'm going to go by modern era from the year 2000 or so on. And if you go by those quarterbacks from the last almost 20 years here, we're in 2018, on my board, I've got Drew Brees second on the list. I got him number two since the year 2000. Number one uh, on, on uh, the list is Tom Brady. Uh, you know, Some people say, well, what about Aaron Rodgers? Aaron, I got Aaron Rodgers on the overrated category. Uh, I've got him on the overrated category. Drew Brees, he is underrated. A lot of these guys are overrated. Drew Brees is actually underrated. This, the Saints are a regional team. They've got no national following outside of the Bayou. And I always have enjoyed watching Drew Brees play, even when he was on the Chargers back in the day. And number two, this is very close, right? You know, you're, you're talking about a bunch of shades of gray here, lining them up all side by side. But if you go by the list, you'd put, you know, the top five, you'd say, well, Aaron Rodgers is number five. You put Brett Favre at number four. I guess you have to put Peyton Manning there, but but Drew Brees is number two, and Tom Brady, number one, the great quarterback of the New England Patriots. Number one. That's right. So, And plus, remember, that's Oprah's favorite quarterback, Oprah Winfrey, a big fan of Drew Brees. One of the great highlights of future President Oprah Winfrey when Drew Brees was on her talk show. All right, next.
All right, now we've got to be quick here, Ben. All right, we'll be very quick. Speaking of Drew Brees, the day after his loss to the, against, to the Vikings, Brees posted a video of himself painting his daughter's nails, making French toast, etc. all that happy yeah. stuff. Happy, happy, yes. happy. Commenters noted how Brees is one of the most humble athletes around. Now, Ben, you've met a lot of athletes, and you've, yeah. uh, you know, you've pointed out the ones that you thought were D-bags. Most, most of them, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Have, there any, uh, have there been any that have stood out to you as, as being really cool and humble? Yes, absolutely. Uh, we don't have a lot of time, but uh, Mr. Padre Tony Gwynn, Back in the day, one of the coolest, most down-to-earth people I've ever come across in my life. Genuine. The word is genuine. Uh, a human being for Tony Gwynn. May he rest in peace. Uh, some of the other guys, Lloyd Vaught. There's a random one. He played for the Clippers uh, out of Michigan. Great baseline jump shooter. He was a good dude. Uh, and here's another one. A closer for the Cincinnati Reds and the L.A. Dodgers, Jeff Shaw. He... When I covered the Dodgers, I was I was a lot younger. He called me Mr. Maller. That's the ultimate respect. His kid actually plays for the Brewers. Uh, his uh, his son is a big slugger for the Milwaukee Brewers. But those are three that come to mind. All right, there it is. Maller to the third degree. How did we do? Oh, I've been getting a lot of slack lately. Now, for, I've been for so, been you so all good. The time. That's why. But I mean, you haven't yeah, uh, I've been on fire. Yeah. You haven't ticked me off lately. So yeah, there you go. Pass. That's that's a winner. <laughs> Woohoo! Time now for the instant trivia. Here we go. The instant trivia. Back to the phone calls at 877-99 on Fox. Sid Luckman. You don't hear that name on radio. We haven't heard that since Mike North uh, walked away. Sid Luckman. Who? And blank. Shared, oh, there's no question. Hold on. Sid Luckman and blank share the record for the most passing touchdowns on championship weekend. In a championship game, Sid Luckman and Blank share the record for the most passing touchdowns in an NFL championship game. That is the instant trivia. The answer next. We do things a little differently than those dime a dozen sports shows, but we can't do it alone. We need your help in spending, or should say, spreading the gospel about our unique That's brand of talk radio. So spreading. Use your voice on social media to show your support for the Ben Maller Show. Yeah. Now, live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Such support. Amazing support. Shocking support is what it is, yes. No question about it. All right. Time now to pay off the Insta trivia, and uh, I've I've been told we're going to go back to the NHL puck. We tried it last hour, and it just didn't go well. So hopefully it'll be better here. We'll leave a little more time. We'll have to get through half of it today. Anyway, here's the Insta trivia. Sid Luckman and Blank share the record for the most passing touchdowns in an NFL championship game. we got championship weekend. In the NFL, you might have heard about it. It's kind of a big deal. Uh, some of the answers coming in here. Rod, the ambassador to Bakersfield, is going with Sammy Baugh as his answer. Bubby Brister from Marvin, the Michigan man. A lot of Peyton Manning guesses, including Andrew. Barnaby Jones from Ernie. Cardiac Stanley's going with Joey Harrington as his answer. Jonathan in Philadelphia says St. Nick Foles. Stay off the pipe, Jonathan. Stay off the pipe, please. Don't do it. This is a bad job by you. Clint Eastwood, guest by Ivinson, is very active tonight. Terry Bradshaw from Tequila Man. Rich is going with Steve DeBerg as his answer. Warren Moon from Justin. Anders got it right. He's the only guy I believe that's gotten this correct. Do you have an answer? By the way, Patrick, the Uber driver, all the way from San Diego, he guessed Phil Sims, Eddie. It ain't Phil Sims. 
Uh, I'm going to go with Bob Waterfield. The great Bob Waterfield. Yeah. That's a relevant name. Uh, no. The correct answer, Sid Luckman and Carrie Collins share the record. They each had five touchdown passes in a championship game. Do you remember who Carrie Collins had those five touchdown passes against? No. The Minnesota Vikings and Randy Moss. And uh, I recall that game. That was a stunning beatdown of the Vikings. Was that was Denny Green? I think that was the Denny Green Vikings. They are who we thought they were. They are who we thought they were. I know he said that. I know he said that with the Cardinals. Okay, I get it. But he's come on. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. Back at it again. We're, we're going to do this until we get it right. Where did we leave off? I don't even know. I, I made one pick. I made yeah, one pick, I made too. one as well. And, so, I, and I made two, so Danny is the uh, the next one up. All right. Okay. Uh, this is very exciting here. We have no idea. Go ahead. <laughs> Vladimir Tarasenko. All right, Tarasenko. Eddie on the NHL puck. Uh, Andre Vasilevsky. All right. I will go with Patrice Bergeron and Tuka Rask. Bam! I picked two grass. Oh, oh. <laughs> that was like three hours ago. I don't remember that. Yeah, pick uh, stands. Braden Holtby. There you go. The Capitals. Uh, Eddie. Let's go with uh, Alexander Ovechkin. Ah. It's not that a great. It's not that like that's a great pick. It's okay. It's, he's right. he's one of the top leaders in the. That doesn't mean in he's going to have goals. Doesn't mean he's going to have right, a big Danny. night tonight. Yes, Danny. Uh, my goalie, Sergei Bobrovsky. <laughs> yeah. All right. Big that's fan. Exactly how you say it. What number does he wear? 32. Yeah, that's a lie. All right. What about you, Koopaloo? All right. Uh, I believe he's actually playing this time. I'm going to go with Nathan McKinnon. Yes, he is playing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little too much excitement, Coop, for Nathan McKinnon playing a hockey I'm game. I'm going to win. That's a winning it's, pick. It's is he, hockey. Is it's he the, supposed to be exciting. Is he the new Jamie Ben? Is, uh, is that the new guy? No, I, I, I picked him a couple days ago, and his team wasn't even playing. So, <laughs> <laughs> You know you've got a, a man crush when you pick a guy and his team's not even playing. You, go, you cross the line at that point. It was the type of press release you would think came from North Korea. There was an incident the other night in the NBA where a bunch of Rocket players stormed in, barged in to the L.A. Clippers locker room, and the NBA, the NBA essentially massaged, massaged the feet of a couple of these guys. You know why? They're big names, and it bothers me, and I'm going to complain about it. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. And the story, the NBA says, I'm going to punish you. But they didn't really do the punishment. They didn't do the punishment. The NBA will not will not suspend James Harden and Chris Paul, who were part of a mass invasion of the Los Angeles Clippers locker room, a, an attempted takeover of the Clippers safe space because of what happened after the Clipper Rockets game on Martin Luther King Day. Now, the NBA did, did punish Trevor Ariza, and Gerald Green. They were slapped with two-game suspension. So I want to talk about this. Now, another layer to this story involving a report from Houston that the Rockets organization, the uh, the way this is being described is shocked and disappointed that Blake Griffin and Austin Rivers were not 
reprimanded for, I don't know, sitting in the locker room and waiting for the Rocket players to run in and try to uh, get into a dust-up with them. <laughs> uh, the the, uh, the quote here, uh, the, the NBA, now they said that they, the Rockets, Trevor Reese and Gerald Green, they got punished for engaging, and this is a quote, in a hostile verbal altercation with several Clipper players. So, and the Rockets are whining and pouting and bitching because Blake Griffin and Austin Rivers didn't get punished. So here's the question. And again, I'm a very bad poker player. I'm the kind of guy when you go to the poker house, you want me sitting at your table because you can can read me. Uh, The question is, did the NBA get it right? No, they completely botched it. They completely botched it. And it's another mark against Adam Silver, who... Adam Silver, if he was something other than the commissioner, he would be a rug because the players are walking all over, all over Adam Silver. He completely botches. Now, my thoughts on this, you've got European justice, pillow soft, and clearly the star system in play. Clearly the star system in play. Now, first of all, where I stand, this is an embarrassment for the NBA. And and the Rockets also, a lot of chutzpah by the Rockets who – stormed into another team's locker room and then wanted the guys they were trying to get to be punished. Really? Uh, Adam Silver and his cronies, the people around him in that bubble in New York where the uh, the Park Avenue office is there or the Fifth Avenue office is the NBA, yeah, trying to downplay this, you had, again, I can't, I can't repeat this enough, you had a gang of NBA goons attempt to take down another team after a game had ended. The police had to be called. And that happens, and you punish Trevor Ariza and Gerald Green and not the other guys that were part of this? These are opportunities, right? These are are learning situations. You can send a lesson. And the lesson here is when it comes to punishment, the NBA and Adam Silver, at a, are, they're, they're into European justice. You know, we read these stories on the internet about judges in Europe and how they let people who do heinous things essentially walk free. It happens all the time, right? European justice, they call it. Well, that is what's going on in the NBA. Trevor Ariza and Gerald Green are irrelevant. They are roster filler. That's what they are. That's, what, that's the way it goes. Gerald Green's changed teams a bunch. So has Trevor Ariza. You can punish those guys big deal. Not a single man, woman, or child has attempted to purchase a ticket to watch Gerald Green or Trevor Ariza play NBA basketball. You know what would have taken balls to punish the other guys who've got dirt on their hands? They didn't do it. They did not do it. And secondly, James Harden... I believe this is still true. The highest paid player in the NBA. He got that super, super, super max, 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 max contract. Remember that story we talked about with all the math about about uh, what you could do with that money? And it's a wonderful thing. James Harden's very popular. I would say of all the NBA players, he is the most distinctive because of his beard. Like if you watch basketball a little bit, you're the guy with the beard. With the Rocks. Now, there's a lot of tall guys in the NBA, and there's 
certain guys that stand out more than others, but because of James Harden's look with the facial hair, he is very recognizable uh, more than other players in the NBA. And before he got hurt, he was leading the MVP race. And, and he was part of this intrusion of these lunatics that became unhinged for the Rockets. And don't even get me started on that little weasel, uh, Chris Paul, who is also a headliner and, might I add, the head of the NBA Players Association, and, and he is supposed to be Mr. Goodwill Ambassador. That's your goodwill? That's your goodwill? And don't tell me, don't tell me, no, no, he was just a peacemaker. Yeah. Okay, sure. Uh, you got to be a rube to believe that. And there's a lot of rubes out there, and they're wearing Rockets gear. They're wearing Rockets gear. I mean, seriously. You know what the Rockets had done? What they should have done here? The Rockets, when this came down, they should have sent a gift basket to Adam Silver and said, thank you for only punishing the garbage on our roster and leaving our star players so they can still play. Are you serious? Not even a slap on the wrist for James Harden and Chris Paul. It's comical. It's pillow soft justice is what it is. And it also shows you the star system, right? The whole star system. Let me, let me play a scenario. Now, I believe I'm right. I've watched enough crime shows. we got police officers that listen. But if you're with a, a group of people, and, and let's say there's a fight, something goes down, and it escalates, and one thing leads to another, and it turns out to be a murder. Okay, and you ha- you were in the wrong place at the right time, uh, at the wrong time. You you were in the you should not have been there. I mean, you didn't think you should. You thought you were okay, but you sh- turned out you shouldn't have been there. You didn't pull the trigger. You didn't use the knife to stab the other person. But you were there at the scene of the crime. You were an accomplice to murder. You can be charged, right? You can be char- the getaway driver can also get charged with murder. Now, is this murder? Of course not, but. It's certainly worthy of punishment by the NBA, and there's a lack, again, much like the uh, the NFL, there's a lack of consistency, although you could push back on that and say that it's really not a lack of consistency. It's just being consistently inconsistent. They they cherry-pick. They cherry-pick their spots. But it's it's pretty comical that the, the Rockets, who, uh, again, look like uh, you know, a bunch of a pouty, entitled, spoiled guys in the NBA that they can't deal with trash talk because what Blake Griffin and Austin Rivers did was embarrass the Rockets. He embarrassed them. They are mental midgets. The Houston Rockets are mental midgets. That's what they are. Otherwise, they wouldn't have tried to storm down the hall and take on the Clippers. And the Clippers would have kicked their ass anyway if it had gotten gotten the fisticuffs. All right, so the Ben Mather Show on Fox, Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie Garcia, right over there. Now, Ben, how is it the NBA can have a stupid rule where if you step one foot on the court when you're on the bench during a fight, you will be suspended? But if you step into another team's locker room, yeah. you, you somehow avoid a suspension? That's ridiculous. Yeah, like the running of the Bulls trying to get into the uh, the Clipper locker room, and that is that's not punishment. Yeah, that's Adam Silver. A- again, Adam Silver 
You know how when you go into your house, Eddie, and there's that little uh, thing you rub your feet on when you go into your house there the, before you get in? That's yes, Adam Silver. floor mat, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't want to say that, but you said it. You're derogatory. I didn't call him a floor mat. You did. Uh, but anyway, it's, it's imag- you've got to use your imagination, Eddie. So I was trying to paint a picture. and you. All right, anyway. All right, so uh, the, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Now, we've got that. We also have, in addition, if that was not enough, but wait, but wait, there's more. So much drama in the NBA. So much drama. Uh, do you see that great moment in television? Paul Pierce and Isaiah Thomas and uh, Paul Pierce called out. This this went very. Uh, it was very popular. I don't know if viral is the right word, uh, but Paul Pierce, uh, people questioning his, like he's the bad guy because he was upset that on his day in Boston. Uh, they were going to have Isaiah Thomas. They were going to have a video tribute. Jalen Rose called Paul Pierce petty, right face-to-face, belly-to-belly, makeup-to-makeup. Good, good. You know what? They're all petty. How about that? They're all petty. Well, this, Everyone, this takes it to another petty, level. You're petty. You're petty. You know what? This, this is should, so stupid. Let me tell you the reaction. I mean, I'm, I'm a grown-up. I'm an adult here, Eddie. Oh, yeah. It doesn't sound like it, but I'm an adult. You know what should happen? Let me tell you the reaction here. Okay? Here's what should happen. If I'm the commissioner, a commissioner with guts, you know what he says? I'm going to stop this lunacy. From now on, no more Jersey retirements. No, no. No more video tributes. None of it. Because you people can't handle it. So we're going. none of you get it. All of you go to your room. That's what's going to happen. Paul Pierce is a gigantic bitch in all this. For I mean, who cares? Isaiah Thomas is going to have like a two-minute video tribute during a timeout during a game. And yeah. that's going to ruin Paul Pierce night. So fancy. Get out of here. You're an idiot. Well, Isaiah, a Thomas, baby. My Isaiah God. Thomas is a douche also. They could have honored him the other day. And he's like, no, no, I have to wait. You can't honor me right now. If somebody's offering to honor you, you take the honor. You don't say, no, no, push I, it back. I agree with that. The- I agree with that. And also for Paul Pierce, if the team is honoring you, you don't get to tell them how they honor you or what they're going to yeah. do during this night that they're honoring you. You say yeah. thank you and you show up and you receive your applause. Listen, it's like when I come in here, Eddie, and I get my honors here, my applause, when Fox Sports Radio <laughs> says, my God, you're so great, the kudos, the praise you're that fired. I get here. Uh, they, they they just acknowledge my greatness all the time. But when that happens, when that happens, you know, I, I don't say, no, no, I don't want it today. I want extra greatness tomorrow. I want extra extra celebration tomorrow. It doesn't happen. Jerk yourself away. When the company says, we're proud of you, we're delighted to have you, uh, we're satisfied with your work, it's excellent, and that happens a lot. And when and I get asked on Facebook. When I get that, I don't push back on it. I don't. I accept it. That's how I roll. That's how I do it. I agree with yeah. you. All right. Uh, ben Maller, show on Fox. Now, a lot of people want to know, what is the deal with Blind Scott and Real Talk? Now, in the first hour, Real Talk threw down a challenge. A man-to-man. The gauntlet was tossed down. Some boxing. And let's find out right now if we are going to have the verbal octagon open for business Tomorrow and the conditions that Real Talk put forward. Well, remember, Blind Scott, when we were honoring Genie, had some yeah. words for Real Talk as well. When he was, uh, he said some nice things about Genie, and then he immediately went after Real Talk. So this is started with yeah. Blind Scott. Yeah, it's, well, that's that is true. There were some pity patty punches that kind of started this, and then and then Real Talk cranked it up there. All right, right now he's cashing a golden ticket. Let's go to him. We go to Boston, and a man who wants every sidewalk on the north end of Boston expanded. Blind Scott. Because I've got a golden ticket. 
Yeah, I was saying if you were working in Massachusetts last night, that income tax money is going to fix these sidewalks up. I'm not going to make sure you file the right taxes next year. But, hey, I'll tell you one thing about this guy, Real Talk. His real name is Melvin. He lives in Westchester County. He's the whitest dude ever. He just pretends to be a black guy on the radio. I'm going to destroy this dude, man. He's a punk. He don't even have a real name. He has a fake identity. He dresses like a woman behind closed doors. Nobody's even ever seen his face, but uh, he looks uh, like... Uh, are, you, are you dropping <laughs> the gloves right now? Are yeah. You Can you turn on the... Can, can you turn on Angry Bill right now? I'll tell you one thing about Angry Bill. Let him respond. Uh, Angry hold Bill's on, a loser. Hold, hold on a second. Hold on a second. He's going uh, after Angry Bill a- now. Angry Bill, are you there, Angry Bill? I'm here. Blind Scott, say hello to Angry hey, Bill. I got something to say to you, Angry Bill. Man, you're a Jaguars fan. You're a punk. Your greatest sports talk call ever was Yankees win. You got no hot sports take, man. You ain't a sports fan. You're as old as friggin' dirt. You got to sit on a squatty potty to go crap and drink fruit juice every morning, man. You're not no caller. You sit on hold every night. The Red Sox are way better than the Yankees. You guys overpay for your players. You're living down there in Florida like white trash with no money, man. Screw you for watching <laughs> the All right, this is very, very vicious. Shut up, uh, shut up, you blind piece of garbage. All right, well, that's that's helpful. Yeah, sure. Yeah, why not? Attack, uh, attack. All right, uh, hold on, Amy. Garbage. Well, Blind Scott, you are, I got to tell you, I'm impressed. I am impressed. Yeah, I'm impressed with your skill. You have not lost anything off the fastball. Yeah, that was a throwback uh, to the prime. That was Blind Scott with a bottle of whiskey in one hand and a bottle of vodka in the other. That was me, that was Blind Scott from like six years ago. That was amazing. The combination that you delivered there. What real? You think real talk might be a no show tomorrow? You think? Oh, we're doing this tomorrow? Yeah, we're doing it tomorrow. Oh, wow. Yeah, we're doing it. You want real talk? Want to do it tomorrow? Now, are you willing? The conditions that real talk had, Blind Scott, that. The caller of the year title is on the line. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I haven't been caller of the year for a while, so he's the one giving up the title. He's like Floyd Mayweather making some stupid decision. That little bitch, man, he's so tiny. I'm like six foot three. You know what I do on Fridays? I go outside and I grab all the trash on the corner from those idiots that put it on the corner, and I stack it in their doorway. So when they open the doorway in the morning, there's all this trash for them. That's what I'm going to do to real talk tomorrow. You know what I mean? He's going down. It's the sweet science. Yeah. I love it. Uh, it's, I'd like to announce now to all our affiliates, I have booked the right. challenge line. It is on. Ooh. We're going to have it on Fox Sports Radio, a global exclusive. Why am Brother. I banging my hand on the table? All right, Blind You're Scott. excited. I am excited. I'm excited. I'm the promoter. I'm the promoter. We'll bring in Dana. We'll bring in Dana White. We'll have Floyd Mayweather. That guy from Showtime will be here. It'll be wonderful. Little uh, weasel. That little weasel. Yes. We, um, need, we need to make Angry Bill a judge, though, because he needs to be like bipartisan because he hates both people. You that's know? a good point. He hates all of you. All right. Well, thank you, Blind. We'll get some judges. Don't worry. We'll have celebrity judges. All right. Thank you, Blind Scott. Uh, there, uh, there he goes. Call a former oh, call I'm excited. Man, that was good. That was the intensity that Blind Scott brought to that phone call. Oh, there's no question. Now, now over under on the dump button tomorrow. Oh, we will we will be uh, off the air. Uh, we'll <laughs> Coop will go back and just turn the whole thing off. Listeners you'll, will you'll, hear Ben like that. Yeah, be now, trying to catch now, up in real time. I don't know. Blind Scott's pre- keeps it pretty clean. I mean, he, he's talking a mile a minute, but I don't know that he's ever. Is he, Ben, you in all the time you've talked to him, has he ever been have to be dumped before? Or? Yeah. He has. Well, that was when he was drinking. He was a drunkard. Oh. Yeah, he did. I'm but sure he would Since he's sobered up, I think he's been Wouldn't around. do anything yeah. like yeah. that, yeah. All right. Well, I, I actually have a theory on, on this, and I, I have an opinion on the octagon, and Blind Scott might not like might not like my my opinion on that. But uh, we will we'll get to that. Also, it's all about feeling and anatomy. What the hell does that mean? Uh, We'll get to that, and your phone calls. We'll do it all. We'll do it next. 
Research has shown that you get even more out of the Ben Maller Show when you follow along on Twitter. It's the playground for our P1s. Message the voices in the night by following Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our technical producer. He plays all the music and most of the funny sound binds of the Ben Maller Show. His first name is Danny. His last name's a mystery to most, but you can follow him at Danny G Radio. The head is good, but the hump is thick. <laughs> <laughs> and now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. A lot of excitement, a lot of anticipation because of Blind Scott's phone call here. Uh, as he previews, he accepts the challenge. And what do you think Real Talk is thinking right now? What do you think Real Talk is, is Real Talk having regrets here? Is he going to walk back on this? What's his move going to be? Yeah, he, ha- he has done that before. We'll have the. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm worried about that now. Now, there's a couple didn't things. We, didn't we have? I'm just totally blanking here. But didn't we have a, a bout set up between these two before? And no, it wasn't these two. I, it wasn't was it any- Jed. No, it was. I thought it was Tammy in Montana. Like Tammy was really upset with Real Talk. Wasn't Tammy the one? That no, was she up? she was upset with him. But yeah. I thought we had a a big fight and, and Real Talk didn't show up. Oh yeah, that was the Jed who. It was the other way around. Jed didn't show. Jed up. Jed didn't show. Oh, up. Okay. Yeah, Real Talk showed up. Okay, okay. yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's how Real Talk just he walked all over. But I have known you know you know who uh, if you, if you look at the great historians uh, the the art of war right Sun Tzu you you know about that Eddie right you've studied the art of war. Um, did Blind Scott make a tactical error by releasing too much of his material? And is he now at a disadvantage? And the enemy now, in this case, Real Talk has a competitive advantage. Like, everyone's just giving Blind Scott the win, but did he now give Real Talk an opportunity, an avenue to study, go back and listen to the podcast and study some of the material that Blind Scott used and then come up with rebuttals to that? How about that? Tune in tomorrow to find out. Uh, Andrew says, holy crap, Blind Scott uh, with some haymakers. I'm taking Blind Scott two out of three rounds. That's uh, what he has to say. A lot of uh, exciting reaction. Uh, Boston Dave says, Blind Scott looking like 1999 Pedro Martinez on the the, uh, program. And uh, there's just a whole bunch of people. We're very excited. I'm getting bribes, Eddie, people offering uh, food dishes if they can be judges on this. There's a lot of excitement about that. Uh, Texas TJ says, nice preview for Blind Scott. I cannot wait to see what he has in store here. Everyone's excited about this. There'll only be one standing at the end, though. Who will it be? We will find out tomorrow. Let's go to the phones, and where shall we go? Oh, let's go to Tammy in Montana who is next up on Fox Sports Hey, where Radio. are the white women at? Montana. Hey, I'd like to warn you, Tammy, there's a guy named Redbeard that's going to be moving to your state, so I want to warn you in advance. Well, that's one reason why I'm calling. Um, first off, um, Eddie, I'm the one that has put out a challenge to Real Bitch, and yeah. it's been nothing but a yellow pussy willow numerous <laughs> times so for I'm, an but, octagon. So, Tammy, I'm right, right? You were the one. You wanted to challenge Real Talk, and he is, he's diverted that. He's, he's kind of danced around it. Numerous times, yeah. yes. All right, I got you. <laughs> well, this call for Redbeard, so there's you know a couple of things he's got to consider. He has an NFL conference loyalty, then he's going to have to go for Vikings or Seattle. If he's into all four major team sports, then obviously Seattle's out of it. Yeah. Um, and depending on the area, you've got direct flights to all three uh, Seattle, Denver, Minneapolis. Um, so if you are somebody who wants to go, 
to watch games, you you have to consider travel plans also. Yeah, yeah. But all right, now, you now Tammy, be a Denver Broncos fan. No, you're, no, you're not. <laughs> uh, now you didn't you didn't grow up in Montana, did you, Tammy? Are you from there? You're not from there, right? You're from somewhere else. No, no, yeah. no. I did not grow uh, up here. Uh, no. Okay, I got you. All right, but you you've been there for a while, and you love Montana. You you would never go anywhere else. Yes. No? Very true. I mean, yeah. I used to live in in Colorado, and that's why I'm a Broncos girl. And ah. my maternal um, grandparents are Vikings fans, so I do have a a place in my heart for Minnesota teams. So that's, also. that's way. Uh, that's your way of trying to get a, in the good standing with our friends in Minnesota, and also pick the Vikings to win the Super Bowl. Well, they're my backup team. My dream Super Bowl would be the Vikings and the Broncos. So. Well, unfortunately, unfortunately, the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl, but that you know that happens. That uh, takes place. It does happen. Uh, all right, Tammy. All right, thanks, there, Ben. There she goes, uh, Tammy in Montana. Where she goes, no one knows. No one knows. We, we're going to have Ask Ben coming up later this hour. Uh, Angry Bill, have you recovered, Angry Bill? Is there ice all over your body, Angry Bill? No, oh, I'm done crying. Yeah. You ready to talk, Ben? I don't know. Am I ready to talk to this guy? Am I? Uh, yeah. All right. Why not? We'll, we'll have a little conversation here. What, what do you have? I thought, I thought that was a riot. I mean, I listened to <laughs> listen to Blind Scott talk to say that. I thought it was pretty funny. I really did. Oh, but you're you're pretty... a, you're an admirer of Blind Scott's. Now. Yeah, that was that was terrific. I loved it. Let's well, see. What, this but... is the, remember when we were kids. If you punch a bully, that's how. That's the answer. Well, you Blind Scott punched a bully, and now look. Now you love him. Now you're BFF. Well. You gotta gotta forgive Blind Scott because the first person or the first woman he ever had sex with was his grandmother, and he didn't do the smell test. But um, that's okay. Then you were talking about smacking around a car or smacking around throwing things and stuff when you had your get mad about something. Well, emotional so, reactions to yeah. things that happen to teams you like. The best thing I ever did was I lost a close game to a uh, crummy team one time, and I took a fungal bat and did $6,000 worth of damage to my $35,000 Tahoe. I just crushed a corner panel you, with a fungal bat. You, you, no, you're lying. You, you didn't. No, it's the truth. It's the honest truth. You have no, you have no, you have no anger issues at all. So you destroyed a, a car with a, with a fungal bat, not even a real a, a fungal bat. Not even well, the, the real. fungal bat, we use wood bats, but the fungal bat happened to be aluminum. What are you like, uh, Jimmy Reese, the old uh, the old angel coach who was Mister Fungo back in the back in the day? Uh, all right, well, that's uh, you're like Richie Incognito. He did the same thing. Remember the Dolphin? Now uh, the Bills lineman when he was with the Dolphins and he was suspended by the NFL. He took a baseball bat to his car. Yeah, no, I was I was livid. They had a good picture <laughs> that day, but it didn't matter to me. I just started crushing that quarter panel with yeah. that Fungo. You, you felt better after, but well, not the next day when you had to pay for it. But the, did, now, did you? You didn't go to the insurance and say, "Hey, uh, somebody else did this." You did you? Did, I, says, I, I went to the insurance company. Says hit and run. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that's not right, man. <laughs> all right, get get out of here. Uh, all right, all right. It's, uh, the Ben Maller Show. We're gonna have a podcast update. Very important. Very very important. This is not a trivial thing. This is very important. We we'll get that podcast update. And also, we have Ask Ben, your questions, our answers. We got feeling and anatomy. We got a lot of stuff. We're backed up a little bit. We need a cleanse. Uh, we'll get to that. But right now, Eddie Garcia is here. 
with the latest, Eddie. Well, let's check the game of the night in the NBA where the Warriors beat the Bulls in Chicago 119-112. to That's 14 straight road wins now for the Warriors, which is a new franchise record. The NBA record for consecutive road wins is 16. Klay Thompson led him with 38 points. Steph Curry, 30 points in their latest win. College basketball, top-ranked Villanova cruises to an 88-56 win over Georgetown. But there were several ranked teams that lost on Wednesday, including number 7, Wichita State, which fell at home to SMU, 83-78, and number 8, Texas Tech, which lost at Texas, 67-58. Other ranked teams to lose included 16th-ranked Arizona State, number 17, Auburn, number 19, Seton Hall, and number 21, Tennessee. The support is brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. Visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And Ben, this year's Baseball Hall of Fame class will be announced this week. Uh, but nearly 50% of the ballots have already been made public. So far, writers have given the large majority to Chipper Jones, Vladimir Guerrero, and Jim Tomei. Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, and Kurt Schilling are getting about 65% of the vote. They need 75% to get in. And Sammy Sosa receiving 12% of the vote. Well, that's just no one can recognize Sammy, so they don't know, uh, they don't know what to do there. How about the Cubs? Though? They, they, they're like, we are not allowing you back. You until, have, until he apologizes, right? Well, he has to admit steroids. The, I, the thing I saw a couple weeks ago is he has to admit that he like did steroids, and stuff. which is it's odd. Like he's he's the only one. Like Rafael Palmero right now is working out, taking batting practice. I know, trying to go to spring training with somebody, posting videos of it. I I don't know what the hell Sammy Sosa's got going on. I don't know. You know, actually, before Sammy blew up and became literally blew up, I. I uh, did had several uh, off off mic conversations before he became like the big big star with the Cubs. He was like a regular regular dude at the time. I just very bizarre the uh, the the plot twist in Sammy Sosa's career there with the the Cubbies, as they say. Well, uh, we, we're gonna have a podcast update now. The feeling and anatomy. Jerry West on TMZ. You know why he's on TMZ? Because he's cool. He's hip. He's all that. That's right. Uh, he was asked about the. <laughs> He was asked about the melee between the the well the Rockets, the the battering ram Rockets as they tried to overthrow the Clipper locker room and Jerry West blaming two things, emotions and testosterone. He said that's why the uh, the Rockets did that. So he's blaming that. Is he wrong? Uh no. I just, well, testosterone. I I would use the word machismo. I would do that. I think I, I would trade out testosterone to machismo, but you could use either one of those words. And uh, emotion, yeah. I guess Last that's week, a- I bought a dog, and I named him Emotion. Yes, that's correct. All right, let's get this podcast update, because i got to know if something's happened with the podcast. I must I must find out here. Any issues here? Let's uh, go to Koopaloop at the podcast news desk for more on this developing story, which I have no idea what it's about. Koopaloop, what do we have? Well, no issues at all, Ben. Uh, good. Actually, on on Tuesday, which was, uh, I believe, the day that we did the uh, the tribute for Jeannie. Yes, uh, Tuesday ended up being the day uh, where we had the single most podcast downloads in a 24-hour period. Wow. Yes. And so that's like, like Jeannie's still helping our show. I that's have just, a satin nightgown on. All of my accomplishments are because of our friend Jeannie, so... Uh, no, she should get full credit for that, right? She, That's because she, of her. 
you know, I wish he hadn't died so we wouldn't have to do that. But, uh, but man, that's awesome. That well, ben, we, it people love Jeannie. It doesn't stop there. Oh, but wait, there's more. Yes, the very next day, Wednesday, yeah. yesterday, yeah. broke the record again. Oh, my God, we broke it again. Two days stop in a row. this future atrocity. Oh, man, I'm going to go ask for a raise right now is what I'm going to do. Yes, I'm gonna wait up. Bar- Let me come, too. I'm going to be like the Rockets and barge into the boss's office, and I'm going to demand a raise. Stop You're working. fired. Yeah. Of course, I, I could probably break into the boss's office, but I wouldn't really, you know, he's not there, so who cares? All right, so good. Well, the podcast is going well. Now, how do we keep the people? Like, they're here now, but how do we keep them downloading the podcast again? Like, what, what techniques can we do? Because it's not about having the biggest audience, it's having the audience that keeps listening. That's right. What's the move here? What's the, I, I'm concerned about that. We're going to lose all these people. Well, you know what, Ben? We have a secret weapon. Oh, we do? What is that? It's all of us. Oh, our brilliant personalities. Look at us. <laughs> yes, that's why we're on 2 a.m. to 6 in the morning. Maybe we could start doing a serious sports program. Yes, we should. We should do boring, serious yes. sports talk Some radio. In-depth investigations. X's and O's. We can yeah. do that, right? That's ben, what I was... ben talking sh- X's and O's. Yeah. Th- those other shows, they may have, they may have bigger audiences. Yeah, they might have a budget. They have paid guests. But all they don't have as passionate of audiences. Yeah. You know, let me tell you something. This show is authentic, is what this show is. We're not good, but we're authentic. Uh, we are. And that's the funny thing about that, that Genie stuff is I, I'm still getting email from people that used to listen to the show that, that just found out about Genie, and we're all bummed out by it. We, we loved her having her part of the show, our friend from Medford, Oregon. And, and I'm still getting messages. Uh, people, I guess they didn't listen when I explained. I also thought Genie was like a, a ringer, but she wasn't. And they're like surprised. They're still surprised. Like they, they couldn't believe that it was a real person. It was a real person. And they make it up. I'm a doctor. I know. I don't. I don't get what like people fail to understand that that as an overnight talk show we have zero budget. Yeah. We don't. We don't have money to spend yeah. on on guests or anything for no. that matter. We 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 have to panhandle for food. I mean, it's <laughs> it's pathetic. I mean, uh, some weeks I don't even get paid. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Thank you, yeah. Patrick, the Uber driver. Yeah, our friend Patrick, the Uber driver, coming up big here. Take notes, Danny. Yeah. N- notice uh, Danny in Nashville, Patrick got the VIP treatment, not just a brief uh, meet and greet in the street in L.A. He got to come in here. He got to, he got to use the same bathroom Steve Harvey uses. Yep. He got to use that. That's right. His Uber car got broken into right next to the 405 <laughs> freeway. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't have the the heart to tell Patrick about the rate of stolen cars uh, near the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, which I believe uh, is the highest rate in all of Los Angeles. Yeah, it's because of the getaway outlets. Yeah, we're, have, we're near two, uh, two big arteries. And a uh, major uh, road. So you have the, the major road or two major freeways to jump on and get out. Yeah. So if you're, you're going to go Grand Theft Auto, this is the spot to do it. Man, this is... But, yeah. So I, I'm such a, a pussy willow. I didn't want to tell Patrick because I felt bad because he'd be worried so instead, I said, "Well, do you have uh, what did I say, low jack or something yeah. like that?" <laughs> that was my way of trying to tell him eh, you, you might want to have some protection. That's all. All right, Ben Maller show on Fox. Ask Ben your questions, our answers. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. We do things a little differently than those dime a dozen sports shows, but we can't do it alone. We need your help in spreading the gospel about our unique brand of talk radio. Use your voice on social media to show your support for the Ben Maller Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller.
Do you see Matt Barnes uh, said he's no longer going to eat chicken McNuggets or his kids can't eat chicken McNuggets because Shaq's kid wasn't on the McDonald's All-American team? I did see that, actually, yeah. yes. Boy. Like, how, how many chicken nuggets? Is that gonna <laughs> is McDonald's stock going to go down now? I mean, seriously. How often are, are Matt Barnes' kids just pigs when they eat nothing but chicken nuggets? I mean, come on. What do they eat? Chicken nuggets like once a year or something like that, or twice a year? Come on. Yeah. If we were talking about Ben Maller eating chicken fingers, then that would be obviously well, a that's different a story. Dip. That will affect. Like, if I ever stop eating the chicken fingers, raising canes will be out of business. Uh, they will go under. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. Ask Ben time. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's now time for. Time for. Well, hurry, hurry. I can hardly wait. Ask Ben. Twitter. Send us your questions on Twitter now. And it is Ask Ben. Now we say you can ram it all day, you can ram it all night. Well, this segment, you can enjoy it all day and all night with the podcast. Right now, Koopa Loop, what do we have? All right, Ben, we're going we're gonna to start off with uh, yes. a question for you. This oh, is from, exciting. So exciting. Yes, this is from Jacob Sin on Twitter. Hello, Jacob. I don't What? What do you is this a dumb question? Kind, kind of, but first okay. I just I want to see what your <laughs> right. answer yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Uh Jacob wants to know on a scale of one to ten. The Maller scale of one to ten, yeah. Yeah, how how woke are you? I'm about uh, I'm about an eight. Yeah. About an eight. Eight on the scale of wokeness? On the woke scale. <laughs> yeah. On the woke scale. Why, why, Jerk why, yourself away. Why, why are you laughing at that? You don't think I'm uh, I'm I'm like that? You don't think I'm cool like I that? Just, uh, yeah, I wanna know. I don't picture you as being I stay woke. woke I stay woke is what I do. That's what I do. <laughs> I do. All right. Uh, we're going to have another question for you here. This is from... I, I, Coop, not only do I stay... I'm, I'm, a, I'm woke all night. You, you, were about I, to, I, I'm, 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 you were about to say you're awake all night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm woke all night. Barely. I'm, uh, these uh, these uh, seven hours of radio is uh, playing its toll on me. All right. Or paying its toll. All right. Next. All right. This is a question from Robbie the Mariner. Now fan. we're going to get serious. Now we're getting serious. Oh, yeah. This is very serious. Yeah. Uh, Hi, for, Robbie. For Ben... If you had to either drink a large Starbucks black coffee every day, Ooh. or you had to have ranch dressing with one meal every day, which would you choose? Really? That's a good question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what? Come on, Ben. Pick your poison. Well, uh, for the purposes of my career, I, got, I guess I got to do the coffee because I, I, I work all night. I can't go ranch dressing. It's the devil's blood. I can't be drinking the devil's blood. So if I was forced to, if there was a gun to my head, I mean, I, I guess the caffeine would go, I, black coffee's just probably disgusting. Ugh. Right? Ugh. Like my wife drinks coffee all the time and I keep telling her to stop, but she gets these, they're basically like ice cream sundaes with coffee in them. You know, that's what they sell at Starbucks, I guess. I, and I'm pretty much buying Starbucks stock with as much as, uh, anyway, I, uh, she doesn't go there as much lately. Next. All right, uh, this is a question from Ernie for the whole crew. Oh, group question. All right, this yes. is exciting. Uh, I literally had a meteor fly directly over my house here in Michigan last night. Nice. And I heard about that. Yeah. And explode, causing a 2.0 earthquake. Cool. Whoa. So I was wondering, have any of you experienced a meteor sighting? Uh, no. I mean, I, my dad's, when I was growing up, we had a telescope, and anytime there was any kind of story in the newspaper about you know some you know, comet flying by, we'd always go and try to find it. And I was never, I don't have any great memories of seeing comments. The one, I, I did see when I was playing Santa Claus at a local uh, street fair a few weeks, uh, a few months, was it last month for Christmas? Remember that SpaceX thing? I saw that. Yeah. I consider that like a comic, a comet that yeah. flew over California. Eddie? Uh, Eddie my, yeah. my nephew, Gavin, who's eight years old, saw that, and uh, he said, take that, North Korea. 
Oh, see, I thought the opposite. I thought that was coming from North yeah, Korea, so yeah. I thought we were all done. I thought that was it. Uh, now, I'm going to die wearing a Santa suit. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Aren't shooting stars, meteors, falling to Earth? Isn't that what that is? I, You're asking yeah, I, me? I think, I think so. Well, I'm asking the group. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, I've, I've seen meteors falling to Earth. As, you know, That's a shooting star, right? Yeah, but I, I guess he means something like... Uh, uh, I've never seen something that would uh, then that closer that would right. then uh, cause a, an earthquake afterwards. No, yeah. I've never well hope to never see anything like in that. In the mid '90s, I saw a lot of falling stars on the Dodgers. I saw that quite a bit. Uh, a lot of guys that were falling. Uh, Danny G. Uh, not that I can think of, but one really cool thing. I was in Coop's hometown of Weed, California, right up <laughs> near the the Oregon border, and saw the the Milky Way, and it was like right up in our face. It was crazy. But, uh, yeah, as far as falling stars, nah. Nah, nothing there. Uh, Koopaloop, anything, anything? No, I remember I remember when I was a kid, there was one of those one of those comets that only comes around every certain number of years. I think it was like the, the Hale-Bopp comet, and I was, I was super excited about that. And then you couldn't see anything because we live here in this, like, all this light pollution and, yeah, you know. God forbid all these people live here. Clouds yeah. and oh, stuff. Clouds. You, you, can never, you can never see <laughs> any of those. Any of those you know cool space stuff. You know what's cool? And I, I've been fortunate enough to go to Hawaii a lot. The the island, I could just lay down at night in Hawaii and look at the sky. It's it's so beautiful. It's so amazing there. Yeah. The sky is so different than when you're in the city. It's not even crazy. Uh, close. All right. All right. Here's yes. a question for everybody. This right. is from Marvin the Michigan Man. Hi, Marvin. Um, This is a kind of a tough one. I don't know, but uh, he wants to know, what is the weirdest thing a guest has done at your house? My house? Yes. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I know. You guys smoking weed in the backyard. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, what, do you, what do you want? Uh, Eddie? Uh, I, was, I wasn't a part of that. That was, that was the Christmas party, apparently, that I missed. Uh, yeah, you, uh, we got in trouble. We, we, don't have, we never have guests in our house. We have an extra bedroom, and I've told my wife I want to turn it into like a, like a office slash studio. Yeah. She's like, well, what if guests come? I'm like, we've lived here for five years. We have not had one guest. So, I know. I, I, mean, I, 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 we have a guest room also, and we get maybe twice a year somebody stays in it. The rest of the time is completely. Her, all empty. her family lives where we live, and my family never visits. So yeah, and my my, my yeah, my family lives all over. They don't want to stay there. They want to stay at a hotel. Uh, what about you, Danny G? A couple of years ago, I had a guest, and she left makeup all over the towel, the hand towel. Oh, really? Yeah, That's rude, man. Cake face. <laughs> what a what a Neanderthal! <laughs> Horrible, uh, Kubalu. I know for a fact that a couple of my friends during a Super Bowl party that I had uh, got a little busy in the bathroom at my house. Did they at least? I guess they didn't clean up. If you're aware that they were there, they didn't they didn't clean up. No, no he my... told me later. Oh, he's oh, the guy's bragging about it. Oh gosh. It's not just the Patriots that have injury issues ahead of championship weekend. The Minnesota Vikings favored in their game. Is there reason for concern, though, with the Vikings? We will discuss. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. A lot of noise about how the Vikings are going to put the miracle in Minneapolis behind them. That they are done. That they, of course, a miracle was 
the worst day of Mr. Williams' life for the Saints. But anyway, uh, that Stephon Diggs, Case Keenum play that that is done, and now when the Eagles take the field or the uh, the Vikings take the field against the Eagles, I should say uh, this weekend that all of that will be in the past. Now Vegas thinks the Vikings are going to the Super Bowl. Vegas thinks the Vikings are going to get to the Super Bowl. Minnesota is favored to win in Philadelphia. The point spread has stayed about the same. Now, a lot of the money comes in late. A lot of the money will come in at the end. But there is a problem that has popped up on this cakewalk through the NFC title game. We're going to get to that here in a moment. But I wanted to hear from some of the combatants in this championship game. And Mike Zimmer, who... Of the two coaches here, he's the better of the two. If you had to pick, gun to your head, you'd pick Zimmer over Peterson. But here's Mike uh, Zimmer, and, and a lot of this is just generic coach speak. Uh, but he he points out, in case you thought the Vikings think this game with the Eagles is like a regular season matchup when it's still kind of hot out and all that, no, no, no. Mike Zimmer wants to remind you that that is not the case for his football team. We understand the magnitude of this football game, and you know it's three days ago, so it's time to get on to on yeah. to Philadelphia and on to Philadelphia. understand the things we have to do. I think our players uh, are smart enough to understand what what's going on, so I don't see any problem. No problem at all. Every time a coach says "on to something," I think of Belichick. You, you can't help but think of Belichick. I mean, just just that word "on," and then a city or a team, you think of Belichick. All right, well, uh, here's Mike Zimmer also. Any good old-school football coach, uh, what do they all do? They all – forget the passing game. No, 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 no. They don't want to worry about the passing game. You, you're you old school. You're like ground and pound, right, Mr. Zimmer? Well, it's important that we, that we are um, efficient in the runs. Uh, we stay away from the negative runs. I think the, the team that probably runs the ball better will probably end up winning the football game. Now, a lot has been said about the Vikings before this game with the Eagles, but would you say, let me ask Coach Zimmer here, do you think you have the dumbest football team? Do you think you guys are a bunch of morons, Coach? I mean, be honest here. They're a bunch of meathead football players. Off the record, what do you think of the Viking players? I feel like I have a pretty smart, level-headed football team. Uh, They understand the magnitude of the things. Good. Oh, magnitude. They know what's at stake. So let's just go out and let's continue to do what we've been doing all year long. Let's play good. Let's play together as a team. Take care of the football. You know, all the things that you talk about all year long. That's right. Exactly. No question about it. uh, How about Case Keenum? Now, he's got a lot of zingers and one-liners about what is one of the great uninteresting quarterback matchups. Let's Let's not try to upsell something that doesn't doesn't deserve upselling, but here's Case Keenum, your Minnesota Viking quarterback, and might I add, former Los Angeles Rams quarterback Case Keenum. Uh, that's right, the Vikings using Rams sloppy seconds, uh, and they're in the NFC Championship game. But here's Case Keenum uh, pointing out, pointing out that it all that other stuff, all the noise, all the noise, it's irrelevant. It's all about the P word. Are we proud of what we have accomplished? You know, heck yeah. Uh, do we have more out in front of us? Heck yeah. So, um, you know, just like Coach said, what matters today is, uh, is how we work, how we prepare today, oh. and, uh, you know, getting ready to beat, uh, beat the Eagles. He used two P words, proud and prepare. Which one's more important, proud or prepare? That's for you to decide. You've got to figure that out. All right, so let's get to the, let's get to the point of all this. Now, that's the, the, the flavor, the flavor here of this particular NFC championship game. But the story 
is Adam Thielen, the receiver who missed practice. He was out of practice on Wednesday with a bad back. And the, the word from the Twin Cities is he's dealing with a lower back injury. Now, Minnesota, like all these NFL teams, is trying to minimize the situation. They're trying to downplay this, that it's not that big. But I wanted to discuss and have some conversation. Now, the question, what is the level of concern for the Vikings if Adam Thielen cannot play at an impact level against the Eagles? Now, I've seen varying varying statements on this, and, and the Vikings have, have been very steadfast that this is a minor deal and that many people are confident that Thielen's going to play. But the question is, there's playing and then there's like being good, you know, and being a, a really great player on the field. Now, I will use the patented Maller scale of panic, 1 to 10, with 10 being a Cleveland Browns fan. That's the worst that could happen, right? Cleveland Browns fan. I will give this... This injury to Thielen, I'm going to give it a 7.5, which is relatively high on the Maller scale of panic. Now, the, the reason I'm doing that, my perspective on this, the margins are thin, you've got a linchpin, and all hands on deck, as they say. The attempt to link all of this together uh, like Legos for you. And uh, Adam Thielen, we'll start with this. Hey, Adam Thielen was the breakout star for Minnesota. Is that a fair statement? Now, I, I realize that Case Keenum is the quarterback and he gets the gets the glory, but Case Keenum had started in the NFL. He had been a starter. Adam Thielen had to, like, pay his way to get an opportunity in the National Football League. And while I get that the quarterback is of much more importance, Thielen's contribution was ridiculous for the Vikings this year. And even though... If you look at the NFC title game, the Vikings certainly should win. You know, and I know, as a, as a, a gambler, I know this, when you go in and you're very confident, weird, crazy, bizarre, odd things start happening. It seems to take place a lot, and it's the old assumption thing. Now, the Vikings have had a ferocious defense, and any wager, any confidence on the Vikings from a non uh, a non-Viking person, uh, a uh, just a neutral party, would be because of the defense, right? And as I mentioned, I'd take Mike Zimmer over Doug Peterson in the coaching matchup. Now, despite that being said, the margins are thin, and Philadelphia, as our friends in, in, in apparently picked up some listeners in Philly because I keep getting messages from these uh, lunatics, uh, but, but Philadelphia is going to counterpunch, and I don't mean like a horse, uh, with their defense. And, and the Eagles, they're essentially playing with house money. They, you talk about playing loose and free. Now, no one wants to lose an NFC championship game at home. But when you realize you have the ultimate excuse, Nick effing Foles is your quarterback. Like It's like, well, you know, you're not supposed to win. Right? I mean, and Minnesota has that, that elephant in the room here where not only do you want to win because it's the NFC championship game and all that, you will end that blight on the NFL calendar where they've had the Super Bowl all these years, and, and most of that time it's been in NFL stadiums. A few times it's been in neutral site stadiums but uh, where there's no NFL team located. But the, uh, the Vikings can be the home team. How cool would that be to play a Super Bowl in their own stadium? Of course, 
then you get kicked in the nuts when you realize the people actually in the crowd aren't Viking fans. They're the one percenters that can afford to go to the Super Bowl, but that's a different conversation. That's a different conversation. Now, part B of this, Adam Thielen has been the linchpin of the Minnesota office. Now, you could argue that other people make more electrifying plays, but his value for the this particular game with the Eagles, how good was he? If you haven't watched every Viking game, haven't paid attention, this guy was seventh in the NFL in receptions. He was sixth in receiving yards. He had more receiving yards, Adam Thielen, than Tyreek Hill did in Kansas City. Rob Gronkowski for the Patriots. He was the safety blanket for Case Keenum. You know, in Case Keenum, if Thielen's not playing then or not playing well, then Case Keenum, you're doing a high-wire act. You don't have much of a net. And, and there's a very good chance, very good chance that Keenum's going to feel it and the, the nerves and, and the, the moment, and and this is going to be an issue. And and you got to overcome it, all these guys. Now, is that going to be a, a an excuse where you accept it? No, you don't accept it. The, the immense pressure and all that. But that's, that, that is a factor here. So if I'm the Vikings uh, and I look at this matchup, I'm like, well, I, I need my, fa- my safety blanket there just in case, as insurance, should Keenum poop the bed, I need to have this guy on my side. Now the final word, this particular game, the championship game in the NFC, uh, a high percentage chance of being a hot mess. High percentage chance of being a hot mess. Now, what do I mean by that? This has a a possible field goal fiesta type setup where there's a lot of punting and there's a lot of missed third down opportunities. Uh, I have little confidence, little confidence that this is going to be a high-scoring game. I have very little confidence in either one of these quarterbacks performing well. You're talking about a a tinderbox situation, but the Vikings, they got to have feelings all hands on deck here, even though they're the favorite, they're the road favorite. And, and, and Thielen, who injured himself against the Saints, he ended up playing them most of that game. And he is 27 years old and I believe has a healthy immune system. So I would think he doesn't have to go see a traditional native healer, one of those medical men or medicine men, and, and uh, figure it out. So I think he'll be all right. All right, Spen Mather's show on Fox, on Fox Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie Garcia, right over. There. I'm also uh, hoping to see the Vikings in the Super Bowl. I would like to see, you know, I'd like to see history. We've never had that before, and uh, be interesting to see how it. Well, plus, it would be how it turns out. Be better for our show. I mean, come on. We do have many, many fine listeners in the Twin Cities. They're the only town that listens to our show is in Minnesota. That's it. I don't know about that. But I think that's uh, it. We have no other listeners outside of Minnesota. That's all. Now, Everyone's in Minnesota listening. I don't mean the, to, the greater area I don't around mean, I don't mean for what? this to come out the way it's going to sound and then probably don't the, say the way you're going to take then it. Then don't say it. But I've been to two Super Bowls. Oh, okay, Mr. Elias. And the whole corporate thing I have found to be, and again, only two, but the two I went to... There were plenty of fans there. I, I think that whole corporate thing is a little overrated. I'm not saying that there aren't more corporate folks there than at a normal you, game, but I think people act well, like there are no real fans of these games, and that's not true. 
Uh, have you seen the photos? Remember that was it the Jacksonville Super Bowl, the airport with all they had. They ran out of space for the jets, the private jets, and the one percenters that were flying in. Yeah, but people, there's plenty of people that come in not just to go to the game, but for all the so festivities. You, so just for and the record, advertisers Eddie, that go there. Eddie Garcia thinks the common man is at the Super Bowl. Is I think it's me? a lot more common than you think it is. I don't believe you're right. Then the two Super Bowls I went to were just uh, outliers. They were. Was it possible, Eddie, that those were uh, corporate people that had passed the tickets down? But that doesn't mean that the people that originally had the tickets that paid for them were not corporations. All I know is walking around the stadium, there were plenty of people in jerseys of their teams. And during the game, there were plenty of people cheering loudly for their team. So I'm just telling you, from my experience, the whole idea that. It's like, you know, 50% people who don't even really care. They're just there because they got free tickets, and the rest yeah. is all fans. I, that's not been my experience. All right. Well, uh, the facts would say differently, but that's fine. You, your experience would – I guess that's your experience. I don't know. I wasn't there. All right. It's uh, the Ben Mallers. I've been to the Pro Bowl, though. You know, been to the Pro Bowl. Aloha Stadium. That's cooler than any Super Bowl because it's in Hawaii. They've never had a Super Bowl uh, in Hawaii. I've been I, to the Pro would, Bowl when would, it was in Hawaii. I would disagree with that. I uh, I would not disagree because about half an hour after the game ended, the Pro Bowl, I was on a beach. But it doesn't uh, mean the game was good. It doesn't matter. Who cares about the game? You're at a, you're going to the city. It's about the uh, the environment in the city is what it's about. All right, Spend Maller Show and uh, Whoopi Pie Blair is in Maine, and he's uh-huh. on uh, Fox Sports Radio. He's, oh, no. Last night he called my Boston show and single-handedly ruined the Boston show, and now he wants to drop an atom bomb on this show just to complete the double whammy. Before I even start, really, you're going to put a timer and you're going to put the the explosive bomb on me? Are you? What are you, what are you trying to start now, already? Now, now Whoopi, Whoopi Pie Blair... You began calling you were terrible. You've gotten worse. What happened? Like, I, I thought you were going to get better. I'm not trying. Are you trying I know to, you're are not you trying. Just trying to mess with me or stir no, up I'm trouble? Not trying to trying me- to I'm not trying to mess no, with really, you. Really. You called up. You had nothing to say I, last I, night. I haven't got you've enough got, sleep. You've got I just nothing. played four hours of Madden. Oh, almost, okay. Well, you're, you're, you're living the life. You know, attention advertisers, you can get Whoopi Pie Blair to buy your product after four hours of Madden football. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. How many? That's how many? All I how do many? Is play Madden. Yeah, well, <laughs> you're living. You're living the dream, Whoopi Pie Blair. One Madden game at a time. Well, yeah. Guess what? My record is on Madden. <laughs> oh, that's what I, do we want to hear Whoopi Pie Blair's record? No, no. Exactly. <laughs> the answer is no. We Blair, no, Blair okay. do you pick the plays, or do you let Madden pick the plays for you? No, I pick you. Uh, well, whatever they have out there, I kind of said it. What um. T- what Tom Brady's plays <laughs> were. Oh, there's only one play I like to set. So I, are I we really throw doing this? Are we really? Tight end all the time. Really? Uh, uh, now and then run the ball. Here's what I want you to do, Whoopi Pie Blair. I want you to okay, take. Okay, so I'm no, so shut good. up! I'm talking to you. 49. I am talking okay. to you. All Sorry. right, listen to me. All right, that's right. Show some respect. All right, show some respect here. How dare you? I'm sorry. But I would like to see. That's right. Now you've uh, you've kissed the ring. That's all right. Uh, here's what I want you to do. I would like you to take on. We have a certain Mariner fan uh, that plays Madden all night too. So we need to get like a Maller Militia Madden thing going. Oh, whoop his butt right over the Mariners. My God, I play the show too, and I whip his butt. All right, I'm going to get a headache if I continue this call. Can I can I hang up on you? Am I allowed to hang up on you? Don't hang up on me. I just want to tell you, I don't like the Mariners. 
I like the angels. All right, there we go. There we go. Kaboom. There we go. A little dial tone. Yeah. There you go. It's the state of Maine checking in. <laughs> Blair's going to get kicked out of the state of Maine. They're going to they're going to send him uh, send him across the way there. They kick him out to the Atlantic or something. All right. It's the Ben Maller show on Fox. We're going to have puck the world with Eddie Garcia. Your phone calls the whole thing. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. You have to multitask to navigate through life, so make sure to like the Ben Maller Show in the cyber world. Join our Facebook radio family. It's the Maller Militia's springboard on the social network. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. You could submit lame jokes, questions for Ask Ben, and more. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Yeah, I also might do an Ask Ben this weekend. Uh, maybe Friday sometime, Friday night or something like that. I got nothing else to do. Why not? So we'll, we'll have that. And if you want to submit a joke for lame jokes, you can also email it to me, care of the Ben Maller show at Gmail. That's Ben Maller show at Gmail. You're getting killed for your hot take on the Super Bowl, Eddie. People are, uh, they're not happy with you. They're upset. Oh, I'm sure that's true. Hey, uh, here's one. Uh, common folks can't afford Super Bowl tickets, Eddie. Your thoughts? Uh, well, I would say that my eyes, uh, Proved otherwise. Do you think that the average working person that makes, you know, I don't know, forty, fifty thousand dollars a year can afford a Super Bowl ticket? Um, I'm I'm gonna say that if the Vikings make the Super Bowl, a lot of those average people will be maxing out their credit cards to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, people people spend uh, things on stuff that they can't afford all the time. You guys are delusional. Uh let's go to Josh in Wisconsin who's on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Josh. Ben, the truth maller. Hey, there he is, Josh. You know, Josh, you were on hold for a while. I'm going to give you a golden ticket, Josh. You get a golden ticket. You get a golden ticket. I got ticket. a golden ticket. I got a golden ticket. Right, don't screw it up. What's up? Oh, my dreams are coming true tonight. Yeah. Not only do I get to talk to you, for the second time, I get to talk to the uh, commander-in-chief of the Maller Militia. Yeah, that's right. Look at but, that. You, next time you should dream to win Powerball. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I got a complaint about the Vikings. You've come to the right place. We love complaints. I, I am rooting for the Vikings, but I think they're getting a little out of hand with the call. They act like Paul Allen walked out on the field, threw the touchdown pass, and caught it, and ran in there. All I hear is, oh, did you hear about the uh, viral call from Paul Allen? Yeah. You're, 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 you're annoyed by it. it. You know what this Paul Allen play-by-play cut is? It's like a song that's been played too much on the radio. That's exactly. what it is. Yeah. All right, you've heard it too many times. You're you're burned out on it. You want to hear something else? Yeah, well, I mean, he would have been better off if he would have gone with the, uh, instead of the, the Minneapolis Miracle, maybe the uh, New Orleans Atrocity. I mean, come on, seriously? Stop this future atrocity. Well, I have. Pace on a deep drop. Yeah. Oh, Steps up is. in the pocket. Oh. He'll fire to Cover the right your side. Caught by Diggs. Stay up. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. 30. No. K. Touchdown. Are you kidding me? It's a Minneapolis miracle. Stephon Diggs and the Minnesota Vikings have lost up on the New Orleans Saints. It's a 61-yard Minneapolis miracle. 
This reminds me, you remember um, the late Ron Santo when he was doing Cubs games on the radio? He would walk all over the play-by-play guy when a big moment happened for the Cubbies back in the day. Yeah. Well, that that would have been probably the 500th time I've heard it the past three days. Yeah. Well, you should you should recreate it. You've memorized it by now, so you should just recreate it. I have re- I have memorized it. Like I said, every every yeah. Minnesotan is saying the same thing over and over and, and over again. And you you and, you and Wisconsin are fed up. You've had enough, and uh, you're you're done. All right. Thank you. Uh, there he goes. Josh, he's got to go. The I like the Saints. Yeah. Uh, AJ is in LA, and he's next on. Fox Sports Radio. Hello, AJ. What's up, Ben? What's happening, man? Oh, there okay. he is. The, the the voice, the distinctive vocal cords of AJ. Brother, I've been interacting with the gang. What's happening, y'all? Hey, man. Now, are you are you an you're an authentic Yinzer, right? You're an authentic uh, Yinzer. Yinzer, of course, I'm an authentic Yinzer. I sent you. You talking about Matt Barnes? Believe me, that man ain't eating no damn chicken nuggets. I don't think so either. I believe McDonald's will be okay. They will overcome this this uh, embarrassment. Yeah. He actually used to live right next door to me. Lonnie Anderson was on the other side. D. Snyder's on the other side of me. Look, uh, look at anyway, you. You're like Pat O'Brien, just dropping names here. Look at you, AJ. You just dropping yeah, down names. Yeah, down in MDR. But anyway, yeah. anyway. You know, when I when I lived at an apartment in Hollywood, Troy Hudson, former NBA journeyman guard Troy Hudson, was uh, my neighbor. How about Who? that? Who? Yeah, he played for the Timberwolves and the Clippers. Troy Never Hudson. heard of him. His name's Troy I was, Hudson. I was actually there that night, Ben, that he drove up north to go fight what's-his-face. A lot of pronouns. you got to announce your pronouns there. There's a lot of pronouns. Matt. Matt. Oh, Matt Barnes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, when he drove up north that night to go uh, to go fight uh, oh, Derek, the Byron. Derek uh, Fisher. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was Derek Fisher, yeah. Yeah, Derek Fisher. Yeah, Apparently, for for night. some reason, Matt Barnes was upset that Derek Fisher was sleeping with his ex-wife. I don't know why. I don't know why he would be upset. I, I couldn't figure that out either, yeah. but we had stakes, so it's not a big deal. Check yeah. it out, man. Yeah. Yes, Look, AJ. A lot of promotion for this thing tomorrow night. Blind Scott called out Real Talk first. Yeah. Okay. Well, we should point we so, should point out for those just turning on the show. This is our morning drive hour, AJ. There's people going to All work. Right. There are people going to work right now. They don't know what you're talking about. We we're gonna have tomorrow. You're gonna have if you're listening only the last hour. You're gonna have to podcast it. Verbal octagon, first one of 2018. Blind Scott versus Real Talk. Boston versus New York. Big city, big city. Caller of the year, caller of the year. Smack talk, trash talk in your face everywhere with Mace. That's what's gonna happen. That's what's going to happen now. Real Talk called in trying to make it like he dropped the gauntlet. No, he didn't. Okay. Now, the odds are right now, Real Talk, I don't think he's going to show up about 4-1. to one. So you say okay. there's a 4-1 to one shot that Real Talk's a no-show. He gets the yeah. flu. He gets the blind Scott oh, flu. Oh, after, after blind Scott came on and dropped bombs? Oh. Oh, no, no. I don't think he, by the time he gets to McDonald's to hook up his Wi-Fi and hear the podcast, I don't think he's going to, I really don't think that he's going to show up after he heard Blind Scott come in, yeah. okay? Yeah. Um, plus, I don't think the L runs that early. But anyways, uh, if he does show up, I think it's going to be a two-to-one, two-to-one kind of odds right now. Blind Scott might take it. I think that he's going to take it. He's going to walk away with both the titles. And when he walks in now, when he comes online to talk, no more intro music, nothing. He has to come on like a regular caller. Yeah. But well, uh, uh, l- he listen wins, here, the, the, there's, I, we'll see what these guys do and, and what kind of posse these guys bring to the ring. And, and I don't know about that. I'm sure there'll be a, a cavalcade of clowns that come into the ring with these guys. I got an 
inside source, Ben. Yeah. I got an inside source that I think Scott's coming hard. He's coming hard. Yeah, you're I'm you're, tell you're, you're underestimating the creativity of real talk. And again, I go back, and we'll, we'll leave it there, AJ, because I'll go back to what I said with uh, my commentary early, the art of war. Uh, Blind Scott, well, it was very impressive. He he might have let too much out, that they, that he he said a little too much, and that could give a competitive advantage to real talk as he comes up with zingers to counterpunch Blind Scott. Right, we're going to have Puck the World with Eddie Garcia. We've got that also factor fiction. We will get to it all. But right now, uh, Eddie is here again with the latest, Eddie. All right, Ben, let's start with the game of the night of the NBA where the Warriors beat the Bulls in Chicago 119-112. to Klay Thompson had 38 points, Steph Curry 30 points, as Golden State won its 14th straight game on the road. That's a new franchise record. It's also two away from the NBA record for consecutive road victories. College basketball, number one Villanova cruised to an 88-56 win over Georgetown, but there were some upsets in the top 25, including seventh-ranked Wichita State losing at home to SMU 83-78. Number eight, Texas Tech lost at Texas 67-58, also losing uh, on Wednesday were 16th-ranked Arizona State, number 17 Auburn, number 19 Seton Hall, and number 21 Tennessee. This report brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. Visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And to the NFL, where we had some coaching news. The Steelers firing offensive coordinator Todd Haley and reportedly going to promote their quarterback coach Randy Fichter to replace him. And the Jets fired their offensive coordinator John Morton after one season on the job. All right. The any Steelers defensive coach is going to lose their job? Uh, uh, not as be, of uh, yet that we know of. Still early though. Still early. Uh, all right. Well, did the limited partners decide that Todd Haley should be the guy, the fall guy? Is that their decision? I thought they wanted Tomlin gone. That yeah, I don't know. I think that yeah. uh, the people in the organization came to their senses and realized that Todd Haley sucks and uh, he needs. Wow. To go. Man, it's you, Eddie. Throwing bombs. Will Eddie throw bombs, though, when we puck the world? That's the question. We're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. I might or might not have been watching the Montreal Canadiens and the Boston Bruins game uh, oh, last night. Long-time uh, rivals going out of there. Claude Julian coming back, Eddie, mm-hmm. as for the first time as coach of the the Habs and uh, the Boston, ha- yeah, they're the Habnots. Uh, they did not play well, but let's uh, get more hockey. And Eddie Garcia is here with the latest. Eddie, well, Ben, it appears that Yarmir Yager's playing days as a Calgary Flame and perhaps in the NHL period are numbered. The forty-five-year-old no! no! has not appeared in a game for the Flames this calendar year. They say he's day-to-day with a lower body injury. But Elliot Friedman of Sportsnet in Canada says the Flames and Yager are working on an exit. And his agent has been given permission to talk to every other team yeah. in the NHL. Go to, to see Vegas. If there's a fit for him. Vegas. At this time, Vegas. apparently there isn't. Vegas. Yager turns 46 in February. He's got one goal, six assists, and 22 games this season. This Vegas. Season. He's currently third on the all-time goal-scoring list in NHL history. He's also 34 goals away from 800 for his this, career. Eddie. 79 points this, shy of 2,000 for his career. This guy, even at his advanced age for athletics, is a legendary, uh, legendary uh, Man of attention for the ladies. Yeah. Can you imagine him in Vegas? Oh, man. Uh, 
Yeah, Vegas do pretty well. I don't really think they need him right now. But uh, yeah, I, I, I hope it doesn't end for him well, at this point. Once that Vegas flu wears off, yeah, they won't that be doesn't well. exist. Uh, the Iron Man streak of Anaheim Ducks forward Andrew Cogliano has oh. ended at 830 games. It was the no fourth longest consecutive games played streak in NHL history. Really? And yeah. it ended when he was hit with a two-game suspension for how, a headshot on the LA Kings' Adrian Kempe this week. How many teeth has he lost? That I don't know, okay. but he had never missed a game in his 11-year NHL career. It started in 2007 with the Edmonton Oilers. It's like me. Rene Rancourt, the tuxedoed Rancourt? troubadour oh, who has I, sung yeah. the national anthem before Boston Bruins games for more than 40 years. Yes, he's, 90, he's 90 years old. Now. He's not. He's 78 years old, oh, okay. but he's going to retire at the end of the season. Retiring at 78? He's been <laughs> singing the U.S. and Canadian anthems at Bruin games since the 75-76 season. So, so are they just going to play a recording of him doing it for uh, now, like they, in Philadelphia? They, uh, that would be fine, yeah. Kate, Kate Smith, Smith, yeah. yeah, yeah. He uh, always ends his performance with the signature fist pump, Ben. I always yeah. love the Rene Rancourt I saw fist that. Pump. I was yeah. uh, people honoring him uh, when I was doing my Boston yeah. show. They were his his voice is not great, but he's a, he's just a, an institution there. He's in a passionate person. Hey, uh, best wishes to NHL TV analyst Pierre Maguire, who uh, what had happened to him? surgery for prostate oh, cancer. Uh, they expect him, though, back for NBC's coverage of the Olympics. Uh, he's 56 years old. He said that he was discovered during a routine physical, and he said if he wouldn't have had the physical, he would have just kept going, and he would never have known there was anything wrong because he said he was nothing was bothering him. So let that be a lesson to there men of go. a certain age. Ah. Get that stuff checked out. So I thought the NHL is not allowing their players in the Olympics, right? That's, they are not, no. Yeah, but he's going to do the other. He's going to do the games anyway? Uh, yeah. He's doing some work, yeah. They're still going to have Olympic hockey, but it's going to be – Really awful. I don't even know if I'm going to watch it. Really? Wow. The rosters for the U.S. and for Canada are a list of... Rejects? Re- absolutely. Yeah. Rejects. I like rejects because I'm, I'm overnight. Well, then I'm, it's I'm good. Reject. It's maybe for you then. Yeah. Tune in and uh, check out some of these well, guys. What about like, all those uh, people that uh, that write these posts on social media? We got to go back to the amateurs, uh, the way it used to be. Uh, that time has passed and will never be coming back. Ooh, look at that. All right. So it's like the NBA. We're going to stop sending those guys and yeah. send high school players or something. Some people want that. Some do. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. They're dinosaurs, but they want that. That's yeah. what they like. All right. So Ben Maller's show. We are coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. I just keep reading the Geico commercial, Danny. I'll just I'll give them extra plugs. I don't care. All right. Uh, let's meet our – we have a celebrity panel – that's right. Let's meet our judges here for fact or fiction. They are lined up. Look at this. is a who's who, a murderer's row. Please transmit immediately. Tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. Is it fact or fiction? Let's face some raw facts. Lies, 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 yeah. On the Ben Maller Show. Sports all right, let's do it. Here we go. It is time now for fact or fiction. I like these Viking fans who are like, oh, we don't need Adam Thielen. We're fine. You don't know about the Vikings, Maller. He cannot play. We'll win. The- Shut up. All right. Ridiculous. You're on a Minneapolis miracle high. All right, we got to meet these judges. Here we go. We got the power couple. Let's say hello to Leslie uh, along with Jack the Judge in Bradenton, Florida. Hello, Leslie. Hello, Ben. Murderers Row? No. Well, you're non-vi. You're, how about Vegan Row? Can we do Vegan I, Row? Exactly. <laughs> yes. No. No animal products being harmed for this portion of the show. No. Yes. None at all. All right. And everything good in your world, Leslie? Yes. 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 It, uh, it's a little chilly down here. Now, do you guys play the lottery? You, uh, nah. You don't. Does Jack sneak off and play the lottery or no? No. 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 All right. 
Yeah, because it's like a stupid tax, right? And you guys are smart people, so you wouldn't do that, you know. Yeah. Wow. I got you. All right, oh, hold on a sec, Leslie. Hold on. Uh, who else do we have? Uh, Weed Man Hippie is going to be one of our judges. Hello, Weed Man. Ben, I love you. Hi, Leslie. I love you. Yeah. Hey, Ben, yeah. for the podcast people, I represent your highest ideal life. I'm bringing you love every time you hear my voice. And Ben, yeah. I'm exclusive to you. Oh, look at that. Is this is this marriage? They here? can't hear me anywhere but here on your show. All right. Well, thank you, Weed, man. I, I'm glad you got a good night's sleep. All right, there blow him up. Uh, Patrick, the Uber driver. He's cruising his way back to San Diego. Hello, Patrick. Hey, Benjamin. Hey, guys. Thanks again for letting me hang out. I was super cool. Yeah, thanks for coming by. It was nice to meet you, Patrick. You were very yeah, kind. I made it. I'm already back in Irvine, so I'm almost halfway back to San Diego. Look at that. We, we were all shocked. That, yeah, we, you know, sometimes people come in here and they're just animals, uh, but you were not, <laughs> and, uh, and so we uh, were very happy about that. So, yeah. Well, I appreciate that. That was uh, was a fun experience. All right. Uh, there he goes, Patrick. He'll be one of our judges. Rod, the ambassador to Bakersfield. Hello, Rod. Good morning, Ben. We've got a good one coming up. We got a good one. Yeah. Uh, there'll, okay. there'll be some tremendous moments that we – I'm thinking we're going to get at least two or three drops out of tomorrow. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, it's going to be good. And, Ben, take the points in the unders. Yeah. Uh, take the points in the, uh, oh, for this weekend. Let, let me tell you, as far as the, the verbal octagon, what are the odds on, dis, on a disqualification? Because I might Ooh. bet on disqualification. Ooh. Brother. You know what I'm saying? I, right? Come on Ooh. now. That's a okay. that's You're value. You're right there, Ben. You're on it. That's a value bet on the disqualification. All right, hold on. Hey, look at this guy, Lance in Maine. We haven't talked to Lance in forever. Hello, Lance. Oh, my God. God, the reason why Blair plays Madden all night is because girls don't talk to him during the game. <laughs> all right, that's not that's not uh, that's not helpful. See, that's going to be all. Well, he's not listening. He's probably calling another show right now. Oh, he's, he's called Chris. He called uh, Chris Sedanka and Javier Garini after the show when you're done. Yeah, that's no, I know. Show. He's he's waiting for the local morning shows, and then he'll be like, oh, all right, the next God. round of calls here. Like those oh, guys my. are doing their show prep right now. They're like, all right, we know we're going to get a call from Blair. We know Blair's going to call us. No matter how bad we do the show, Blair's going to call us. Oh, yes. He's yeah. an idiot. Very reliable. He, of course, he has nothing to say, and he'll ruin your show. But, yeah. What a hobby, just randomly calling radio shows. That's uh, quite the hobby. All right. Well, hold on, Lance. Very good. Those are the judges. We will have fact or fiction. Everyone hold on there. Fact or fiction. Three stories. You figure out which of the three is not true, separating fiction from fact. We'll get to that, and we'll do it next. We do things a little differently than those dime a dozen sports shows, but we can't do it alone. We need your help in spreading the gospel about our unique brand of talk radio. Use your voice on social media to show your support for The Ben Maller Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. All right, let's get to it. It's fact or fiction. we got to fly on this. And we have our judges. We already talked to them. Now there's three stories. Play along. Figure out which of the three is not true. Remember, even if part of the story is true, it all has to be true or that would be the bogus story. Separating fiction from facts. Story number one, Marshawn Lynch, beast mode, gets into personal mode. Well, Marshawn, he loves Skittles. That's been well established. And the, uh, a little while back, it was announced they would be producing a exclusive Super Bowl ad that only one lucky fan would get to see. Well, this week, Skittles announced the fan, a teenager from Southern California, 
was the winner. Lynch immediately went on Twitter and sent out a personal his personal phone number in a direct message to the fan asking the team to contact him so that he could also see the commercial. Well, that's dedication. Uh, story number two, Leonard Fournette, man of the people. You likely saw that Leonard Fournette, Jacksonville running back, was in a fender bender early in the week. However, you might not be aware that there were no injuries, but what Fournette did after that, he posed for pictures with everybody. In fact, he even took his mangled, wrecked bumper off his brand-new 2017 Maybach and gave it to one of the first responders. What the hell are you going to do with that, by the way? Seriously. It's a piece of garbage. All right, and and, uh, number three, PETA is not happy. Story of the week. Philadelphia Eagle fan after the win against the the Falcons. Well, during the win against the Falcons, there was an intoxicated member of the Delaware Valley, an Eagle fan, that he got arrested. He got kicked out of the game, punched a police horse. Well, PETA, not happy about it. The animal rights organization is now threatening to picket outside Lincoln Financial Field during the NFC Championship if the Eagles don't ban the fan for life and play one of their PSAs inside the stadium. Yeah, that'll go over well. All right, those are the three stories. Again, you've got to figure out which of the three is not totally true, thus separating fiction from fact. We've got our judges ready to go and our vegan row. We start out with the power cup. Jack is working out right now. Is that true, Leslie? He's it is true. Doing some cardio, I would imagine. All right. Yes. Very good. Of course, you're just a natural athlete. You don't have to go to the gym at this hour because you I'm going are... to the gym as soon as I get off oh, the phone. All right. Well, we better get you off the phone then. What's the answer here? Number one. Number one. All right. Have a good workout, Leslie. Thank you, Ben. All right. Very good. There she goes. Uh, who else do we have? Weed Man Hippie. Which of these is not true, Weed Man? The Ben Maller Show is the greatest entertainment property anywhere in me. Yeah, I know. Everybody's free He didn't even give an answer, Danny. He just talked. He didn't give an answer. All right. All right. He's... I wanted. He didn't give it. All right, Patrick, the Uber driver, our buddy Patrick. What's the answer, Patrick? Uh, uh, those ve- those weren't vegan sandwiches I brought from Big South. You boys today. Oh no, they were. They were wonderful, man. Oh, was yeah. that a good? Uh, that number was a, one, and thanks again, guys. Had a great time. Uh, all right, thank you, Patrick. That was a great sandwich. That is, you know what that is? Perfection. That sandwich. That is perfection. Uh, who else? Rod, the ambassador to Bakersfield. What, Rod? What's the answer, Rod? Well, with this pre-forming. All eat four matchup. I'm going with number one, Ben. No, great call, Lance. Number one. Everyone's jumping on the number one bandwagon. Number one, Lance in Maine. Lance, uh, hold on a second. Let me go. Lance, what's and the answer? I would love to be on, be on your your double smackdown with real talk. All right, we'll, 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 we'll worry my, about that. To, we'll worry about that tomorrow. Give me an answer. One, two, or three. I'll take number one, man. Number one, he says. That's uh, our buddy Maine, uh, Lance in Maine. I don't think he's named Maine. I think it's Lance in Maine. Yeah, that representing the entire state. Uh, all right. We don't have time for anybody else. Okay, with the fake story. But you guys all, you know what you were in school? You cheated off the other people. Uh, you're the people. Well, I'm sitting near the smart kid, and I'll cheat off. The, no. It's the same. You're right. Every week. The fake story number three. 
There's no going to be no PSA in the stadium. There's none of that in the stadium. It's time to take your body care routine to the next level. Introducing Osea's bestseller body care set, the perfect companion for your summer travels. This four-piece kit transforms dry skin to silky, soft, and glowing. It features travel sizes of Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil and Body Butter, clinically proven to improve skin elasticity, along with their anti-aging body balm and salts-of-the-earth body scrub. And to top it off, it's packed in a vegan leather bag, making it a must-have for all your summer adventures. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat yourself to glowing, healthy skin this summer with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, you can get the best seller's body care set valued at $78 for 33% off. Use code SUMMER to save an additional 10%. That's an additional 10% off at OCEAMalibu.com code SUMMER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 